afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Rock Solid, your comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and joining me as producer today, as always, is Mr. Kyle Dotson. Hey. How you doing, Kyle? Good. How are you? Good. Did you have a good day? Good Friday? I did. All half right. day at work. Half day at work. That's yeah. always nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's about all the fun banter we're going to have. We're going to get right into <laughs> our show. I am so excited today because we have, uh, we have, an, we have an author on the show. We have uh, Miss... Bobby Brown. Bobby, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I am good. Uh, Bobby has written a book called Dirty Rocker Boys, Love and Lust on the Sunset Strip. I read this book. This book is so, it's such a quick read. It is. Because it's so fun. Thank you. And uh, it made me gasp. It made me laugh. And it, it, parts of it, I was, I was, I, I felt, I felt bad too when I was reading it. Not, not bad, but sad, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sad because. It goes, it gets dark. It gets a little dark. Yeah. Um. But uh, it's I, I I recommend this one hundred percent, and uh, I actually uh, we have we have four copies that we'll give away to listeners at the end. Thank they you. were sent to us from Simon and Schuster by Stephanie DeLuca. So thank you, Stephanie. Simon and Schuster. That's not you didn't self publish this thing. You got oh. a book deal. Yes. How long uh, How long was this in the making? I have been um, trying to write it or wanting to write it and, you know, synopsis after synopsis, trying to shop it around for four years. Uh Um, And then um, I am on a TV show called XYZ of Rock, and um, I was talking about who I had initially signed with, which was the worst probably deal at, in history you and mean an agent or, or a book publisher. Yeah, both, both. Okay. And it was horrible. And, um, I was trying to get out of it basically in the first season. And, um, my current agent now, Adam Cromey saw the episode, mm-hmm. contacted me and went, look, I'm going to help you get out of it. Here's an attorney, blah, blah, blah. And I can get you a proper book deal. And he found me a ghostwriter and it just was like, boom, boom, boom. Within a week, you know, I had to pay a certain amount of money to to get out of the first contract, and then Simon and Schuster picked it up right away. And awesome! And there you go. Yeah, within see, a year, it took me a year to do this. See, that's what's great about Hollywood. Someone's watching a reality mm-hmm. show, and they go, "Hey, I'm going to help this. Uh, I, I can, uh, I can help her." Amazing. Yeah, and and in a way that isn't trying to rob me, screw me mm-hmm. over, or you know, sleep sleep with me. So, right. Which, right. which was awesome. Um, yeah, he would not have been in this book. Right. <laughs> But um, it was good, and he's a good guy. So thank God. Cool. Yeah. Now your 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 daughter Taylor is here with us today. Yes, she is. Taylor's across the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taylor, you're 22 years old. Yep. How old, are, Bobby, are you on the cover of this book? Exactly her age. Exactly 22. Yeah. That's what I thought when I saw her outside. I was like, yeah. I bet it's the same age. Yeah. Taylor, you've read this book. Yes. What do you think of the book? I thought Now, when you give this book to your daughter, mm-hmm. are you? A little apprehensive, like, oh boy. Yeah. Well, first, when I was writing the book, um, there were parts of the book, you know, about her dad, of course, that right. I wanted to clear with her, let mm-hmm. her read first, right. see if she was bothered by it or if she had any problems or, you know, with mm-hmm. anything. And uh, she gave me the okay with a lot of stuff. But the other part, she kind of put off reading the book for like a month because she was hesitant to read <laughs> about all the sex parts. Right. She was like, I gagged through it, but. Um, <laughs> You know, and then she gave me the typos, of course, because she's, you know, a writer. And uh, 
and then but just told me she was really proud of me and, and thought it was a really good book that, that's yeah because i mean i wouldn't i don't want to read a book that my mom wrote about her yeah, sex, yeah. sexploits yeah yeah i mean it's not even a word sexploits yeah probably or just you know but she knows i'm a goofy person i'm very yeah. honest and open mm-hmm. anyway with things and pretty vulgar in life my my <laughs> sense of humor is like a 12 year old boy so um she knew what to expect basically but yeah. And what's great about this book is, um, you know, a lot of people, uh, celebrity bios, I'll call it, when they write, they, they, they don't, um, they, they write about uh, other bad people in their life and, and don't take any of the blame themselves. But you do. You, mm-hmm. you put it right out there. You're like, hey, I did this. This wasn't good. You don't make any excuses for any. No, maybe there was bad behavior. And I think that's the way it should be. Cause I was like, yeah. it was more refreshing that way. Cause Thank I was you. like, Oh, okay. She's, she's right in there and she knows what she's doing and she knows it's, it's not great. Yeah. I was, I'm self deprecating. I'm not, I don't want anybody to think I'm a victim right. in this book, nor do I want to place blame on anyone because I, I'm a grown adult. I made my own decisions. Nobody forced me to do right. anything. And I am who I am today because of those experiences. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think the right side just went out. Yeah. I don't know. Did it? What's yeah. going on, man? We taking off? All right. We're, we're all drinking frappuccinos. I feel like I'm going to burp. <laughs> Go ahead. I might burp. Anyone who wants to burp can burp. Bobby, you can burp if you want to. Okay. One more thing I want to ask you about. I saw a Facebook post. Uh, you did uh, You did stand-up comedy this week. I did. did you, and where'd you do that? Um, at the Laugh Factory. Was this for, uh, was this for charity? Yes, it was. It was for... Um, um, Athena Kotak dared me um, to do stand-up comedy on Darelicious, mm-hmm. which is a site where you, I guess it's for charity and okay. um, and for her her St. Jude's for St. Jude's um, for cancer for charity she's had cancer and it's for children and um, so I did it. And how did it go? It went great. Now, did people know you were Bobby Brown when you were doing it? So do you think that do you think they gave it up for you a little bit because they knew they didn't say my na- they didn't say you know. Basically, they introduced me as, um, she's not a comedian. This okay. is not what she does. Okay. You know, um, and this is for charity. And I was the only one who was allowed to be cuss or be crude, too, which okay. is awesome. Because when the guy went up there and says, if anybody is crude, uh, they're going to get booed off. And like, well, I was like, oh, my God, you need to go talk to him. Because my whole set is <laughs> like horrible. Is that? Yeah. yeah. So um, I got, you know. I got an, an extension or whatever, but um, it went great. Actually, I don't remember a thing because I was in another world. How much time? Did, how much time did you do? Um, five minutes. Five minutes. Yeah, and it feels like twenty. Oh my god! I just I just looked at the sky and was talking to no one, and I forgot half of my routine because I didn't want to look at the paper that I had. But um, apparently, I pulled it off. All right. I don't know. Yay. I didn't even know. Everybody said I slayed it. I killed it. It was awesome. But I'm like, I don't even know. Right. I, I was like, did people laugh? Because I was in my own head, you know. Oh my God! Okay, the uh, one more question. Then we're going to get into the book. Have you have have you heard from anyone that's in this book? Have you have has anyone called you up and said, "Hey, man, what's no. up?" Well, oh, okay. I take that back. Um, Tommy contacted his sister, Athe- and, who's Athena, who you just talked a, about. Who's my best friend, Athena, who's mm-hmm. on my show, Explorers of Rock. Yes, uh, contacted her mm-hmm. and um, was pissed. And basically I was like, what about, I mean, you went to prison for right. all the things that I right. talk about. Like, why is he mad? He said I was a stupid lying whore. <clears throat> so well, it sounds was, like, Mr. Cool. it sounds like Mr. Tommy Lee hasn't changed one bit from the, the Tommy Lee that's in this book. Other I mean, stuff I read about Tommy Lee, it sounds like he's like, uh, uh like, like, a, an eight year old in a man's body. He needs constant attention. 
all the time. He wants he wants a, a girlfriend. He wants a, a mother figure. He wants all of it he wrapped wants in one. A hundred percent devotion. Jesus. Yeah, and you know whatever. I just would have thought that you know after so much time had passed. Clearly, that's from twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. The stories. Yeah. Um, he would have been like, you know, I. I'm, things have changed. I'm different now. Like whatever. Like or just not hold a grudge because I'm not lying yeah. about anything right. in the book. Or, or so maybe maybe not contact you at all or, or say anything at all. Like what's the point? Like I'm not lying. So but, why are you mad? But see, yeah. this adds validity to everything that's in the book because obviously he knows how he behaved. Yeah. So he wants to see if you really were going to write that, and you did. And then when you do, he's like, Well, his sister was like, "You were so much nicer than I thought you would be. <laughs> like you really, really were." pretty cool to him yeah. considering because she knows the truth yeah. so about stuff and i was like you know i'm not trying to uh, rip anybody a new one right. i'm not trying to talk shit about people yeah. i'm not trying to make people feel bad i'm just mm-hmm. speaking from my perspective of what happened to me it really yeah. doesn't come off it doesn't come off like that at all to me it comes yeah. off this hey this is my story yeah and i'm going to tell it like this because yeah. it did happen to me and, and i have the right to do that because yeah. it's my truth right okay cool okay uh let's get uh since this is a a music podcast and I told Bobby that we were going to play some songs that related to things in the story. So the first song we're going to hear is a little something from uh, Celine Dion. What? You'll you'll figure it out. This is the theme from Titanic. Okay, so the book, right up pretty close to the top of this book, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) How old of a gentleman is he at this point? I'm not sure. He's not a a movie star, though. He's just Oh, at this point in the book? I thought you meant today. I'm not. I don't even know. Um, He was young. Young. Very young. Not a movie star. He was just a working actor that was maybe about to... He had just done Basketball Diaries, which was his breakout movie. Very early on. Very early on. So he was new. He had done like Growing Pains before that, I think. Right. The TV show. Um, but this young kid's out. He's out at the clubs constantly. Yeah. And yeah. wait, hello. Now it's back. Okay. That's so weird. I, I don't know. know why it's doing. Maybe we're, I shouldn't we're, move. We're having a little. It's the headphone. All right. Okay. We're having a little headphone issue. Should I try and push it in better? I think if you if if it would be it would be the connection right yeah. there on the table. You want, you can okay. play around with that a little bit. Okay. Might be that whole unit. It's a okay. brand new unit. It's good. All right. I'm fine too. It's okay, Taylor. We couldn't probably hear you. No, we don't worry. Do whatever you want, Taylor. We don't care. Um, And there's a restroom there if you need it. So, um, um, so he's out at the clubs dancing up on you. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. Finally, finally kind of broke you down. Yeah. And I, and I just, you know, decided, yeah, sure. Why not come over? And he has, he has a a lot of stuff going on down there. (laughs) Yeah, apparently. (laughs) Or at least that's how I remember it. I mean, you know, A, I was on drugs. B, um, it was a really long time ago, right. but I do recall next to his tiny, skinny yeah. boy body, boyish body. Yeah. Um, it was, pr- it was, you know, what it wasn't what I expected. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. When I read so. that part, I was like, what? Leonardo. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, again, we're not going to get into graffiti. That's what you buy the book. You read the book yeah. and you'll find out more. Yeah. Um, another gentleman you talk about, and this is, this guy's not a dirty rocker boy. I call this, I wrote down this guy's, he's a douchey actor boy. Steven Dorff. Well, oh, that oh. Steven Dorff thing oh, yeah. is, uh, look, whenever I just see those ads of him with those cigarettes, those blue vapor cigarettes, so dumb. that's a fucking douchey it's mess. Get funny. That guy. I know. He was um, such an arrogant 
bitch back then. So. Well, I like you put him in. You I, I, see, I didn't, I didn't even t- I didn't even want to give that guy. Oh, oh. Any, I any, thought that's who you're going to. No, about. no, I was going to say about Kevin. Kevin Costner. Oh, yeah. The part in this book where he calls you at your house. Oh my god, so funny! And tells you to turn the TV yeah. on. Yeah. And then you he, he tells you what channel to turn on. You turn the TV on. And what's on the TV? Uh, Dances with Wolves. That is the worst thing I've ever heard. And then, I mean, and then as we're talking on the phone and I'm like, oh, <laughs> what do you know? Every time. What are you what? supposed to say to her? Are you supposed to say, I just geeked out. You're so awesome. No, I just geeked out. He did that constantly. And I was just like, and then when he would be talking to me and then he would speak on screen, <laughs> he would stop speaking on the phone. Like, so then I was so he could hear himself and watch him his scene <laughs> and then continue to talk to me after he would stop speaking on TV. And I was like, this is fucking crazy. It's the craziest thing I've yeah. ever heard. I mean, this is like this. It, that sounds like a guy that has zero personality. Yeah. He his like his whole game is his celebrity. Bobby, Bobby is shaking your head. Yeah, um, he was pretty boring. Yeah. Me. Like pretty just. Yeah. I mean, if you. If you ever thought Kevin Costner is a boring guy, he is. <laughs> We've just proven it. Yeah, he was pretty nerdy. Um, I mean, he was nice right. as shit. I mean, don't get me wrong, but just, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Waterworld. Waterworld. There you go. Oh, there's a lot of them we can name. Yeah. Um, so you grew up, here's here's an interesting <laughs> thing I did. You, you, you grew up in uh, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I didn't know is I didn't know um, about Star Search. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I remember that they had the, the spokes model category. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think when I watched it, I mo- mostly watched it for, uh, for the comedy. Oh, okay. And maybe some of the music, but I didn't really stick around for everything else. Uh-huh. But you had more wins in the spokes model category yeah. than anyone. Um, or anyone in any category, for yeah. that matter, of the, in the history of that show. Yeah. But and, lost the final hundred. And then you lost. The, how does that doesn't even seem possible to me? I don't. Uh, you know, somebody said that you know the the um, the judges were paid off for, by the girl. Mm-hmm. You know, the girl's people, whatever. And did I want to do anything about that? And I was like, I don't want to seem like the sore loser yeah. who is trying to find shit. I know. Like to, to prove that she should have won. I just let it go. And who was this girl? She was a girl who had only won three times. Mm-hmm. Which was the most times anybody had won in comparison to me. So they had to bring her back because there was nobody to compete against me. Mm-hmm. So they picked the girl that won the most, which was only three, mm-hmm. to compete against me for the final. And then she won, which was weird. After I'd won 13 times. I should have just won the, th- the season instead yeah, of trying to just, find somebody to compete with right, me. Right. Just let, give it to you. It was just fucking weird. But um, yeah, because then we saw her people talking to three of the mm-hmm. judges afterwards and my people were like, what the hell is going on over there? And right. I just was like too embarrassed that I didn't even want to push it. So, right. And plus it was on reruns for a year after that. Mm-hmm. So I got all this work and recognition yes. just from being on it. Like nobody, who is she and yeah. where has she been? That's what I was going to say. It, you won anyway. Yeah, I won, you know, in spite of it. And, you know, I guess that's just the way it is. It's like the winner is always not the winner right. of any American Idol, blah, blah, blah. Right. Like you always know that... For, some reason that winner doesn't do anything, but the second runner up yeah. is huge. Yeah. Like it's weird. Yeah. But, I don't know who, I don't know who <laughs> beat Adam Lambert, but they're not on tour with queen this summer. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just like I mean, stuff like that. Like, exactly. Um, so I don't know. Nobody ever heard from her again and that's fine, but the hundred grand would have been nice, but maybe that would have been the yeah. end for me. Who knows? No, no prize money for second place. <laughs> nope. Well, nope. That's, well, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. There should have been some cash every week. Well, but I was on reruns for what, two years. So did you get paid for those reruns now? Um, no, but, no. but I got work from it. You know, that's where Janie saw me, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and hired me for cherry pie right. and, um, so much work from that show. Yeah. 
<clears throat> let's uh, let's jump in. Did you like the term video vixen? I didn't care. You know, yeah. I was like, what what else was it going to be? I mean, I hate the term groupie. Right. I hate well, that. Well, that's a completely different thing, though. Yeah, but I get that still. Or, uh, or so people, video ho. Okay, that's no, not. See, it's video vixen because, because of the Vs. Mm-hmm. And they want the alliteration. But uh, no, groupie is a completely different thing. You were, you were a working model. And, and married right. them, not just, you know. Right. Backstage so, no, yeah. trying to screw people, but right, <clears throat> yeah, and, and that's another thing in the book. It's not salacious like that. You're not you're not grinding up on guys and trying no. to. No, they're coming to you. Yes, I yeah. never pursued anyone. So, uh, so you 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 come out here mm-hmm. and uh, and you want to pursue acting, mm-hmm. and uh, so your first gigs are uh, are modeling, but mostly modeling, but yeah. and then uh, and then MTV is big, and the the music on the Sunset Strip starts to break big, and mm-hmm. all these hair metal bands. Are looking for for you know the good looking girl the uh, uh, did you I'm trying to think did you uh, try, uh, oh no this uh, no you know Tawny Katane mm-hmm. with the uh, with the White Snake video and now everyone wants to find their Tawny Katane yeah so this uh, this is a song we're gonna play this is the first uh, video you were in it's by a band called Hurricane yeah the lead singer of Hurricane his name's Kelly Hansen mm-hmm. he's the singer in Foreigner now yeah. You wouldn't know it to hear this song, but he he is an amazing. He's really good. He's amazing in foreigner. Really, but this is a this is a song called uh, "I'm On to You," and this is a this is a typical generic song from that period. Let's yeah. hear a little bit I of think it. That was their only hit. Yeah. <laughs> It's Kyle's laughing because it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Did you see the video? Yeah, I did look it up. So funny. <laughs> so that's uh, so funny. you. So now, um, do you get cast in in your next video because of this video? Do people see you? Is that? No, I was with an agency that, mm-hmm. and I would just go out on auditions yeah. that fit the part. They're okay. looking, they'd send in a thing, you know, like we're looking for this type of look. And if I fit it, I would go in for the interview and just either get the part or not. Right. So no, nothing. Um, I never got any of my, I did, however, get jobs from mm-hmm. cherry pie video, obviously. Yeah. Um, but no, not for any other. Okay. You know what I mean? What's what's the audition like when you go for uh for, for I mean what what are they, could you walk across the room you, I mean what is the you just go in and meet them give them your headshot they look through your portfolio um if it was for dancing like mm-hmm. um Terrence from DRB I had to dance in the video right. like I would have to dance for the yeah. you know whatever um but just mostly meet with them and and they keep your picture and go hmm, we like her we don't yeah. like her and that was it and uh, according to the book the I just want to let people know this uh. This heavy, this hairband metal is is not your thing at all. Not at all. It's not your. What, tell us what type of music you like. I liked um, dance music, right. like hip hop music. Mm-hmm. Like hip hop was just starting, basically. But I liked, you know, R and B or something you could dance to or pop. You said was, in your hometown you were the blackest white girl. There. Yes, yeah, totally. Because I love to dance. Because I, 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 when I read that, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Because you would just assume. As a rocker chick, she's like no, a rocker chick, and you're not, not a rocker all. chick. No. So uh, I mean, d- I did like some rock, but sure. I like to dance. Like I like all kind of music. I grew up in a house of music. My dad was a singer, so you know, I liked I liked music. Yeah. You know, but I, I used mean, to watch Soul Train when I was a kid and put my you know <laughs> stuff my mom's bras and <laughs> dance around. Like my mom would be like, "What are you watching?" Because from the South, it's not yeah, you know 
cool to watch the black watch, station. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah, very prejudiced <laughs> place down there. Uh, so uh, one of the uh, so now you, you do get you do get this is this is uh, this is a song by Great White. You're in the video for Once Bitten Twice Shy. Mm-hmm. Um, probably one of the the greatest covers of all time. I mean, to take such a popular song and and have the balls to cover it. And uh, and let's hear a little bit of Once Bitten Twice Shy. Bobby is so not into this music that she barely she barely even bobs her head when it's on. She's just like, all right, play it. Yeah, that's good. Um, so uh, and then you do another you do another video with Great White mm-hmm. for a House of Broken Love. And in your book, you say it wasn't it was fun when you did Once Bitten. It was fun. It was fun. And then it wasn't fun. Well, it was fun because everybody was sober and on time, mm-hmm. and we didn't have to wait for you know five hours for them to tweak out of their uh-huh. you know their <laughs> just wait for them to just get you know feel comfortable enough to come out in front of everybody in the sunlight. Um, but yeah, the first one was really fun and upbeat and everybody yep. was, you know, woo, having a good time is a good song. And, and then, um, they had hired me for, um, to do their videos and mm-hmm. to do their album cover. Cause I did their cover, you right. know, and shot the photos for that. So I was kind of like their girl for that. that you were, record. you were their Tawny Katane. Yeah. For, for that, that record. Yeah. And, um, and so then it was time, you know, I was like looking forward to go shoot the second video because mm-hmm. I had gotten along with everybody and that's, I guess Jack had started using again and he was just like taking all day and I was like, what the fuck's going on? Um, so that was kind of weird. So it wasn't so much fun yeah. the second time because, you know, we're waiting. I hate, I'm the most impatient person in the world. So if I have to wait for anybody, I'm like, is this for real? Like I'm super impatient, which isn't cool, but still, um, it was and annoying. You- yeah, yeah. It and was out in the desert. It was like hot as shit. So you can't go anywhere. You're trapped there. You can't even say screw this. I'm done. No, like you know. So, and but did, yeah. Were you on a great white album cover? Yeah. Which cover were you on? Um, once bitten, twice shy. That's you on the cover. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm gonna, now I'm gonna have to look at that. Yeah. Oh yeah, because we can't see your face. Um, and then is it just my body on that? It's one? Just your body. But yeah. Then on the single, you can see my face. Okay. <clears throat> and then you know all the stuff for that record. They have mm-hmm. different promotion shots. Some is just my body or my legs or mm-hmm. my, and others are my face. And yeah. Now when you're doing this stuff, are your, are your, are your uh, folks proud of you? Um, yeah, totally. You're totally yeah. into I it. I mean, they don't really know what's up, what's going on. The they don't whole know time, the behind the scenes, what's going on now, but you know, and, uh, now, you, now you said uh, the guys in great white are partying. Uh, are you also partying at not, this point? No, nope. You're no. straight laced mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. That's not coming in for a little bit, uh, no, a little no, bit more, a little bit longer. Yeah. Uh, so then, um, so then around the same time you start, uh, you start dating one of the Nelsons, mm-hmm. Matthew. Mm-hmm. All right. And, um, these guys sound like a piece of work also. I got to tell you. They, yeah. They had a crazy upbringing, I guess, you mm-hmm. know, that who their parents were, right. who their grandparents are. And you know, Hollywood is just, is what it is. Yeah. And you know, anybody in that industry and grew up in the industry, yeah. they just, they're just, it's just not like my family. No. And for the South, like, you yeah. know, it's just a totally different environment and just bizarre, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. And now, and, and, and the, uh, you call them a good, tw- good twin, bad twin. Yeah. You know how they always have one that's like, yeah. you know, more is like the dark twin. And you know, what's funny is <clears throat> the dark twin in this is his, his name's Gunner. Yeah. He has like the dark name. First of all, Ricky Nelson must've been on drugs because he doesn't know how to name twins. You don't name one Matthew and then the other one Gunner. That's like, here's my, hey, this is my kids. This is Sven 
and Billy. It just doesn't. I mean, but uh, so um, so Gunner's always trying. He's kind of jealous of you. Um, Yeah, because, you know, I came in and was like, you know, why don't you. Okay, first of all, what's up with the matchy matchy, you know, with the belt and the boots and the hat? Like I was like, I just thought I was cooler than that you know i was just like do your hair on the side and like what's up with the perfect quaff and i don't know and and the matching flowing aqua coats <laughs> right. and like i just was all it's a little effeminate it's a little, it's a little much it's a little and it was like they were going for a certain style right. and the whole i was just like it's kind of gay you know i was just like it looks just kind of gay and and so matthew was willing to maybe change a little bit but gunner didn't want to well because gunner it, these were all gunner's ideas all right. you know so um, I came in and was like, eh, you look like the gay parade leader. And he'd be like, oh, okay. So he would listen to me and the gunner didn't like that. He was listening yeah. to me about anything, you know? It sounds like in the womb when they developed, uh, it sounds like gunner got all the balls and Matthew. He was definitely the passive one. He was the passive one. Gunner was the aggressive one. I mean, mm-hmm. gunner and I made amends later, uh-huh. you know, years later and whatever. But, um, I really think he was just still trying to fuck me. <laughs> really? You know what I mean? He was just, jealous of his brother's uh, girlfriend. Something I don't know. It was weird, but go yeah. get your own girl, Gunner. Oh, he had his own girl, but he was just he was just pervy. You know? And there, yeah, like, there's a definitely there's some pervy stuff in the yeah, book with with that yeah. dude. Yeah, and um, yeah, and and then after you broke up, Matthew was always trying to mm-hmm. to get you back. Mm-hmm. He gave up after a while. He got married and stuff, but yeah, um, but yeah, you don't stay in touch with those guys. Anymore. No, not at all. All right, play this song. This is a good song, anyway. I do like this song. Yeah. I think they're talented, for sure. That is a good song. Yeah. Now, there's a reason maybe that their career stalled. What do you think that is? That's, um, I heard someone put a voodoo curse on them. Oh, shit. Who could that, who could have done that? I hope that's not why their career stalled. <laughs> I really hope that's not why. Bobby that's... Brown, you practiced the ways of the black magic, such as Stevie Nicks does. I did. I did. But you know what? I didn't know that it was going to come out back on me uh-huh. and it did and that's what it does and i didn't know i really didn't even know it was gonna work i was just like fuck this guy i'm gonna fucking this, this is what he gets for breaking my heart and who knew that you know you really shouldn't fuck with that shit because it is real mm-hmm. it is real i believe in it now and i don't yes with that anymore yep these guys they lost their <clears throat> career they got fat it's all because of you i don't say that <laughs> that's horrible i uh i read this book over two plane flights and one with my wife and then one with a, a buddy of mine and the first line in chapter four, I showed it to my, my, my friend and he read it and he just goes, that's the greatest line ever what is for a chapter. Thing? It's this one. Well, don't you look pretty said OJ Simpson. <laughs> he's oh like, he's like, that is ridiculous because yeah. we know what happened. With yeah. OJ. How creepy is that? And I'm so the typical OJ Simpson type, like, mm-hmm. Thank God. I was just like, whoa, <laughs> pass that one over. This chapter also has Eddie Murphy <laughs> mentioned and, and then Scott Bayo. This Scott Bayo guy is a creep. I mean, and I'm not going. The, the, my opinions on these people is not are, are not just because of Bobby's book. This guy, I've heard things about this guy. When you say he comes on a date and brings 
that he, dude that was on his show. Yeah, the guy it's the that same was on dude. his chair. Yeah. On his show. On his chair. He's actually nice. He's actually a nice guy. Like, he was probably creepier back then, but he and I became friends years later he's just he was just very um years later he was more like jaded and negative like because this town had really done a number on right. him you know and he was just like fuck these people fuck this town i was just like he's no fun to be around but he, you know he's literally that guy who's like yes scott yes scott yeah well, you, whatever you Dude, said scott that's same great guy like it's like that you, did you ever see that cartoon when you're younger the one that's like a yes bike yes bike yeah, you yeah, know yeah. the one the chihuahua that yeah, jumps the, the up little to dog the and the big dog that's that's what him I, yes how does that guy look himself in the mirror in the morning I don't know. I just think he is up Scott's ass. I was just going to say he's not up Scott Bayer's butt. That's what it reminded me of, that cartoon. Yeah, that's crazy. Remember? No, and and what's... Normally, uh, maybe a girl would bring a girlfriend to to a date if you weren't sure about a guy. Why did Scott Bayer bring a buddy? You know what? This is what I think. I have a girlfriend who has... that. uh, We have a mutual friend Mm -hmm. who is like that. I think it's like when you have somebody who is worships you yeah and agrees with everything you say mm-hmm. and is up your ass and you're already in that business mm-hmm. where people are saying whatever you want to hear like to have the constant no matter what happens what no matter what your career is yeah. doing or whatever just to have that constant ass kisser some people need it uh, you know like me i prefer the truth right even if it hurts even you know some people need that yes man yeah that i find that i find that obnoxious the yes i man. do too just, I totally do. I'll be like, don't fucking tell me that. You're lying to me right now. Right. Like, tell me the truth. And if, but, you, if you have some self-esteem and you have some pride in yourself and you feel that what you're doing is good work, you don't need someone. Yeah, but this was when his smoke. career wasn't going, yeah. you know, like just for whatever reason it is, especially I think that if you're your whole life, you know, he's chachi, blah, blah, yeah. all this, like has it going on and then nothing yeah. like, you know, in the meantime, you need somebody to constantly go like, no, you're the shit, man. You're, yeah. you're the shit. So I don't know. I mean, I, I get it. I don't, right. wouldn't, but do it. But I get why right. people do it here, yeah. especially. Yeah. Taylor, people. please avoid the yes people. Oh, she, she's not even listening to it. <laughs> she'll even admit when she courtesy laughs to me. I'll be like, was that a courtesy laugh? She's like, yeah. Yes. Sorry. Mom, I'm not listening to you. Yeah. She's super honest. I, yeah, definitely raise her about, about the honesty is important. So uh, <clears throat> we're moving, moving, moving. Um, I'm going to play this next song. This we're going to uh, talk about Janie a little bit. We're okay. going to talk about Warrant. Uh, a couple weeks ago, the topic on this show was called Title Fight. Mm-hmm. That's when we take two songs that have the same title, but they're different songs. Okay, we put them head to head. Okay, and uh, and then we decide which one is better. So okay. we put Brian Adams Heaven. Okay, against Warrant Heaven. Uh huh. And I'm glad to say Warrant won. Okay, because this is great. Great songs. Let's hear a little bit of heaven. Okay. Got a picture of your house and you're standing by the door. It's black and white and faded and it's looking pretty warm. I see the factory that it worked. Silhouetted in the back. Memories are great, but man, they're really coming back. I don't need to be the king of the world As long as I'm the hero of this little It is. And I love, uh, 
how do you feel? Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Hearing that? Okay. I get choked up. I do every time, but it's, yeah. That's, that's how it would make you choked up, I think, re- regardless sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those songs. Yeah. But uh, I like that uh, on the set of the Cherry Pie video, you didn't know that the band you're working with wrote the, that this guy wrote this song heaven so, so i'm so retarded yeah i'm just walking around like oh my god you guys wrote that song that's crazy and they're like wow yeah well, well it does sound different from cherry pie let's be honest it does yeah but i mean i was just it was that song had just almost gone to number one mm-hmm. they were beat out by millie vanilli unfortunately for their grammy mm-hmm. um I had no idea, you know. Yeah, I was just like, just to give, just you guys like, say that because they're rock singers, so I don't right. really listen to that music. But it yeah. had crossed over, right? The power ballads, right? Crossed over contemporary so and didn't know. So, yeah. so yeah. you, uh, so you get, uh, you just get, you get hired to be the girl again, the girl mm-hmm. in a video. Well, Cherry. I was specifically requested for this one because he saw me on Star yes, Search. Yeah, that's right. Him and Tommy Lee mm-hmm. were watching Star Search. Yeah. And they kind of had like a, a little bit of a competition, yeah. kind of like who was going to date you. I'm going to say yeah. the word date. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. But, um, and so, uh, and so Janie makes the move by getting you, and you know what? Look, if you're a rock star and you see a girl and you, you think you're going to like that girl, I say like, um, then I guess to get her hired on your video is a pretty good way to get close to, to her. her yeah. To meet her. Yeah. Um, I don't know how all that works. I don't know. I might, uh, Tommy used to just do that. He would look look through a magazine and then call up her people and be like, "Hey, how do you get the people's number?" His people. His people have that person's people's number. Yeah, that they have an easy way to find those people's numbers. <laughs> I mean, I'm married, but when I wasn't married, I I should have had people. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, people know people. people. It's about the people. So you uh, so you're dating you're dating Matthew Nelson at the time. You get mm-hmm. this job mm-hmm. and um. And you think you're going to be featured a little bit and you end up being yeah. like top to bottom yeah. on this video. Yeah. It's pretty shocking when I finally saw it, the premiere. I was, I couldn't believe how much I was in it. Yeah. And it's, uh, and it's over the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know if I call it sexy. It's over the top. I mean, I'm not saying it's not sexy, but it's, it's like women's libbers were not happy. No, it's, it's just, yeah. and, and it's so it's funny. It's sexist as well. It's sexist. Like, yeah. But there's also a little bit of a sense of humor in there too. Totally is, totally is. And that's yeah. when these uh, the women's libbers sometimes can't see that. No, and sex always sells, and it always will. Yeah. And I mean, they wouldn't air it in Canada at all. I mean, a, a slice of cherry pie gets dropped in your lap. Yeah, that's not. I mean, no innuendo. No, there's no innuendo yeah. there at yeah. all. Yeah. So, um, so uh, <laughs> let's hear a little bit. This, this is. Oh, let me talk about. Let me say this. I didn't. Uh, I did know this before, but you put it in the book. Uh, the album was done. Mm-hmm. The record company asked Janie if he could write a song yep. like Aerosmith's Love in an Elevator. Yeah. And the story is that he wrote this in like 15, 20 on minutes. On the toilet. Yeah. On the toilet, on a pizza box, yep. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, um, so that's, you know, that's, that's to just churn out a, a catchy pop song that yeah. quickly, that's kind of a brilliant genius. Yeah. He you was know? very, very gifted. He was yeah. super hard on himself and he mm-hmm. had, he would write amazing songs, but you know, once you get to a certain point, you're always trying to, you know, better yourself yeah. or not try and do right. that, that. And he wanted to get away from the cherry pie thing. And yeah. so they get so in their head and especially with the new music that had come around, yeah. he started to feel like he had to compete with that. And yeah. like, it just really fucks with the, their head. Yeah. It's like, t- and it that, fucked with his for sure. Especially when, when the song that you've been asked to write, mm-hmm. it, it didn't really come 
didn't really come out organically or naturally. No, and then did and, it with like here, here. And then know? that blows up to be so gigantic. And became their whole album focus. And I like, know. Yeah. When when other songs in that album like Uncle Tom's Cabin or Blind Faith yes, or yeah. It, it's yeah. So uh but let but we gotta hear it because okay. you're here. So let's yeah. hear uh Cherry Pie. <laughs> Um, so I wonder if he, if when he wrote this, if he was like, "All right, you motherfuckers at the record company, here, I'll write this and this." See, yeah, there ahead. What do you think of that? Yeah, but it just it, the music's good. Everything it just yeah. all worked. It was effortless, and I think yeah. that's what it is. It was effortless, yeah. and it even if you hated the song, mm-hmm. you couldn't get it out of your fucking head. Like it's just like oh, I'm singing that song all day long. It's like right. anthemish. So it's just. Whether you liked it or not, mm-hmm. and back then it's like if if it, the song was okay, but the video was memorable, yes. then you liked the song, right? Or it was one way or the other, or like maybe you liked the song, the video sucked, and you're like, oh, I don't like that song so much. It it went coincided, yeah. so that's what blew it up, I think. The only way you don't think of the video if you hear the song is if you've never seen the video, right? Because <laughs> otherwise, you you hear the song, it's the video's in your head, right? Now. All this time on, are, are you, are you, do you not like being referred to as the cherry pie girl? There was a time where I was annoyed by mm-hmm. it um, because I was like, come on, seriously, this can't still be like right. that to people. I didn't get it. I right. didn't get the, um, I didn't get it. It was like an iconic thing. And at the time I was like, I just don't fucking get it, you know? Yeah. But now I totally welcome it and have mm-hmm. for a while. But there was a point in time and that was probably when I was arguing with her right. dad, with Taylor's dad yes. with Danny yeah. so when I was mad at him I was, hated it yeah so um, but now you know it's been a long time coming that I haven't welcomed it because it's how you know me how we're right. talking right now how yeah. I'm even valid right now like that made me you know iconic in certain mm-hmm. people's eyes or have validity today right. and of course, how could I be mad at that, you know? And I'm guilty of it, too, because I was so excited to have you on, and, and <laughs> I would tell people, I'm like, I'm recording with Bobby Brown this week, and they'd be like, The singer? Whitney Houston uh, yeah, says yeah, like, exactly. No, and they're like, Bobby, and I go, You have to say it. Pie girl. You have to, yeah. But then when I say it, everyone knows who you are. Yeah. So. Yeah, so no, I can't be mad at that, no. right? I, I mean, mean, if we can all have that one thing, yeah. I'd be pretty happy with that one thing. Yeah. Um. So then, uh, so then there's some courtship going on. Mm-hmm. And he wins you over. Yep. And um, did, uh, how can I be, uh, were, were you guys really in love? Was there a point where you guys were really, yes. really a yes. couple yes. head sure. over heels for each yes, other? Yes, totally. And you helped him with some styling. You got you told him yep. to get rid of that fanny pack. Yeah, yeah. That's in the book. You get rid of that fanny pack. Yeah. And, you know, and now that I remember it, some of the stuff that Warren wore was like, wasn't. Like yeah. some of the stuff, you know, was going on. Janie always had like a, um, you know, he struggled with his style. Yeah. Always. <laughs> and Taylor laughs because she will look at pictures of us and go, what the fuck do you guys yeah. have on? Like, yeah. what is dad wearing? Or I like, know. even after we- Are those biker shorts? I mean, honestly, like for even, you know, bless his heart until 
you know, he died. Like yeah. I would, I would go over and be like, what the fuck are you wearing? Like, let's go to the store right now. Like, and he'd be like, okay. I mean, he always was open to somebody that had style to, to listen to them. But, um, Taylor went to him with, went to a concert with him one time and she was like, Oh my God, dad was about to go on stage. And I was like, dad, what, what are you fucking doing with your hair right now? Like, what's going on? What are you, you going to wear that? Like, and he was like, what, what, what? Like, you know, people would, were yes men to him yeah. and weren't always honest. Right. Like, you know, so, I mean, they don't like to be told the truth a lot, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's necessary for people to know the fucking right. truth. So, you know, it's unfortunate. So that's why I'm so against yes men. Yeah. Really. Um, but, how were the, um, how were the band members of Warren? Were they nice guys? Did you get along with them? Did you get along with their girlfriends and wives? I got along with their girlfriends and wives very mm-hmm. much so. And, um, you know, for the majority and uh, them as well, except for when they would try to cheat until I put my foot down. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, if you want to do this shit, don't do it in front right. of me because I will tell. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to keep your secrets. So, you know. I mean, the band image from what I would see from just from videos is they weren't like down and dirty, grungy, like a no. Guns N' Roses. They were kind of like, they seemed like happy-go-lucky. They weren't heroin addicts. No, like, fun yeah. guys. Yeah, they're okay. just all about, let's get drunk. And, let's you get know, drunk yeah. And, yeah. Not the smartest bunch, but, yeah. you know, fun-loving and, and, you know, nice yeah. nice guys. Okay, cool. So, um, so then uh, on the road, uh, you were told... Uh, uh, early on that you might not have be able to have kids right so we got a miracle baby yes right in the room yes, yes, she's she's right here i am yeah um so uh you're on the road uh touring with warrant mm-hmm. uh you're married to janie yep. you married when you get pregnant um i was pregnant and we got married yes so I, you did it the wrong way you did it the reverse way well the, we the got way. engaged and then i found out i was pregnant okay after that and i was I'm, like you oh, know i'm shit. joking with you oh yeah okay. it doesn't i don't i wouldn't be offended either but, way but, but i want you to know I am. okay okay um so then uh so then you get married and uh and, and you're pregnant yep and um and you're uh and janie's on the road now and you're at home mm-hmm. and you go to a guns and roses show mm-hmm and you meet a fella mm-hmm. uh, named Sebastian Bach. Right. How visibly pregnant are you when you're at this show? Um, I think that I'm visibly pregnant. Because yes. like, that's, that's a skinny mini right there. I, well, trust me, I made myself sick to work out like a freak mm-hmm. and, and you know not eat And mm-hmm. after I had her. Because I was like, oh, I'll show everybody. <laughs> um, but I was obsessed. But, um, but you think you have, a, you have a nice baby bump going I was five months, probably. Well, yeah, if, you, yeah, you're showing. Yeah, I was at least t- five months. How tall are you? I'm five eight. Five eight, but you're and not. And I was all belly. Like yeah. I didn't get big anywhere else. So yeah, just maybe, the belly. You know, and I'm probably and I carry my weight well, and I probably mm. wore something that yeah. didn't like look like oh she's you know. So I I didn't look huge by mm. any means, but I'm so, definitely pregnant. Yeah. So you're out because uh, uh, the being pregnant freaks Janie out a little bit. Yeah. He didn't know what changes were going to happen and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't really embracing it. How no, you might, he was not embracing it. How you might he was not embracing it really that, at all. That he would. Yeah. Okay. No. So, uh, it freaked him out. Yeah. That's, uh, how old, how old is Janie at the time? He was four years older than me. So I was 21 and he's 25. Yeah. So yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, it's, I, my, my first kid, I was careers, you know, yeah. whole, it's like, it's freakish. Yeah. I was, I was uh, 34 when I had my first kid. So. Yeah, I was cool with everything, mm-hmm. but um, so but the, done at eight. you have to be done at eight. What I didn't know. It? Yeah, it's only seven. We're it's, cool. Okay, okay. I just didn't want to. We'll get you out of here. Oh, no, I don't want to freak you out. But I was just like, that's ah. okay. okay. That's okay. okay. No, I'm glad you told me that because okay. then I can speed things along. Okay. But this thing, this thing that Sebastian Bach does, I don't know what kind of a move this. Is. I don't know. Have you met him? 
No, but I've oh, seen okay. him perform. Okay. And he's a giant man. Giant. So tall. He's super tall. And he, he's, he is super... I mean, I don't know what he looks like now. I think he's still good looking. Oh, she's still giving me I that, mean, maybe. he's not ugly, but, but back then... Alcohol really, really, ravages really... Ravages you. Really does it yeah. freaks me out out of any other drug i see people yeah. even you know janie bless his heart like yeah. alcohol really does age it, the shit it, out of you it bloats you and it makes you look it makes haggard. you look yeah haggard it just does but this is this is sebastian bach in his prime in his prime who was like a, a beautiful more beautiful than a woman yeah and he has like, beautiful girl hair. hair but but he <laughs> see he comes backstage and he sees you and in the book you say he grabs a handful of ice from an ice bucket and he comes over to you and he and what does he do? He pours it down my top. Well, first he enters Why the Why does he do that? I don't know. But he, he kicks the door open. Like, he's like six, seven he's or like something. He's like a wild man. He's all, wow! Kicks the door wide open. Like, bam! It comes flying open. Slams against the wall. And wherever is like, what the fuck? And he's all like, hey! Like, so loud. And I'm like, oh my God. Just kind of freaked out. And he's all like, Wah! And like, Psh! down my shirt. I was like, what the fuck? Why would you do that? Like, hi? Like, I just, it just, I think it's just shock factor. Yeah. He just out of control and you're just all whoa um definitely demands attention yes like in every way well, like, you, you kick the door it. down and, and throw ice down a girl's top you want attention i think it was like a it was like an actor like just i don't know tommy does stuff like that too yeah kind of like it's just antics that like demand attention whether yeah. it's cool or not or stupid or outlandish mm-hmm. it's just is mm-hmm. and he was one of those guys the um t- and taylor do me a favor don't let a man come in and throw ice down your top can you promise me that? She, it, yeah. Don't she, let it ever happen. I was pretty just, don't. I was just all like, ha, 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 what the fuck, you know? <laughs> and he's all like, hey, what, shouldn't you be picking out your China pattern right now? Didn't you just get married? I was like, uh, you know, just. And then he lays a kiss on you. Yeah, later on, later at the party after, yeah. You know, and, and then the is after it the, party. And then the next night. Yeah, I go meet, back. You meet his wife. Mm-hmm. And he just introduces you. Hey, man, here's my lady. That's my that's my uh, that's my impression of all these guys. Ain't nothing but a thing. Hey, yeah. So uh, <laughs> I sat at the table with them, hung out. I was just like, this is fucking weird. Yeah, your husband's on tour. Mm-hmm. He just put ice down your shirt. Now you're out. You're it's next night, and his wife's there. Yeah, it's so funny. You hear about like people always talk about ah oh, the crazy sixties. I'm like, this fucking eighties is yeah. out of control. Pretty yeah, it's pretty equal and but different. So um, what uh. Other part. See now, Taylor's here, so I don't want to talk about some of this stuff. I'm embarrassed. I'm a dad. You're. Da- I have two daughters, nine and thirteen. She's saying you can say whatever you want. I mean, whatever you want is I'm well. The, sure. The, okay. There's one part in this book that was really disturbing to me. Yeah, I'm sure. And you know what part it is? I do. And because to me, it, it, it's it's he you were he assaulted you. you know oh, what, that part. Yeah. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm, about. Mm-hmm. I was talking about, I thought you were going to talk about later on. I realized probably why that happened Yes, because the same thing happened to him. Well, I'm not saying the same thing happened, but, but something. So, okay. You know, um, yeah. or so, so there's something, so something that happens while Bobby's pregnant. Yeah. I'm going to let you read the book cause I yeah. can't get into it. Yeah. But, um, after that, after that, um, after that happens, how do you feel? I mean, um, weird and awkward and. Uh, just, uh, just tried to block it right. out of my mind. I, th- I just felt like I deserved it. Maybe it was kind of like I should have had it. Cut. I should have shut up. I should yeah, have pushing that, it, pushing and, the envelope. Right, and that's a yeah. and that's a bad way to feel, though. Yeah, because, sure. But I grew up in an abusive home, so right. 
in my screwed up already mind, yeah. kind of like maybe that's okay. Like, yeah, but now as adults, know. we know no, that's not no, cool. Clearly not. But so um, so how long does it take you to get like just forget it and get past it? Like that never happened. I mean, I mentioned it to friends, like I say, and and they're like, oh, that's not cool. Because yeah. I'm just all like, <laughs> right. You know, we never discuss it, and right. I never really discuss it again. Like really, right. And you never discussed it with Janie. Um, no, never. No. And you know. I mean, I told Taylor at one point, right. and just like, hey, that was my first experience doing that. Like, yeah. whatever, just try to make jest, make a joke out of things. That's how I do right. when, I, when something's traum- traumatizing. Exactly. I try to joke about it. Right. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, not, not a fun topic. Yeah. No, fun. when I read that part, I would, that's the part that made me feel like kind of sad and bad. I was like, no, oh, this is, yeah, this is not good. But later, you know, I, mm-hmm. the thing that we were talking about later, yeah. I go like, oh, maybe that's what, you know, right. Just that's when, what triggered when you're so many abused. Things. Sometimes you abuse. Yes, and it's a pattern. And I got it yeah. at that point. I I put those two together and went okay. Yeah. So yeah, well, so it made sense in a way that shouldn't. But you know what I'm saying. I, uh, again, I'm not We're being br- very vague here. I'm, but. Not, I'm not bringing this up to to sell tickets. No, to say. I, I just want to. I just want the book. I mean, yeah, and I wanted to talk. ask you something. Yeah. So um. But then uh, a few months later, this little girl comes along, uh-huh. and there's some pictures in the book where there's the one where you have the glasses on. You look exactly like your dad. Yeah. It is crazy. Yeah. It is really crazy. Yeah. But um, so now when, when she comes along, are you guys, are, are you guys like freaked out? Like, cause you, you, you don't know what to do with the baby, right? Um, I was, I was very, I mean, no I, one does, I, but you're young. Yeah. yeah. My mom came out and helped, mm-hmm. but I mean, I was, it, I took to it very easily, yeah. but I also was very young mm-hmm. and had a career and couldn't really differ. And you know, a, a husband who's a rock star who's yeah. doing this or doing that. Like, I feel like having a child so young is really probably not the best idea because mm-hmm. that's your, your selfish years. Yeah. And if you're trying to accomplish something or do something like it really does take away from your time with your kid mm-hmm. and. You know, I do think that, I mean, I would never take back the fact that, you know, she came at the time she did and we're very close right. and we do have a communication that's different than other mm-hmm. moms and daughters. But, you know, I wasn't capable mentally yeah. and what was, you know, to do the right thing by her. Right. And so I felt like the right thing by her was to let my mom do right. the right thing by her yeah. because I didn't want to expose her to, you know. The so things, there's there's many things. times throughout Taylor's upbringing where she's with you out here mm-hmm. and then. You send her back to Louisiana. I'm about to, you know, fall apart and I don't want her to witness that. Yeah. Right. And that must have been really hard. It was very hard. Always. Is it still hard now when you think about that? Yeah, it is. Yeah. And and Taylor, uh, how, how do you, uh, how do you deal with that now? Is it's, it's just, it is what it is and you're cool. Yeah. You understand. She does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. That she was, she was trying to do the right thing, and it's. But that was the sad part too, because I'm like, uh, she, you want to keep it together, and you can't. So you know you have to do this, and then you're away from your child. That was the most and devastating that's difficult. for me. Yeah, I mean, I still have regret over that, and mm. it's still a lot of guilt over right. that, and you know, still can get myself worked mm. up and be sad over that. But I felt like the best thing to do yeah. for my kid was. Right. To not have her there right. for that reason and expose her to something mm-hmm. horrible or something right. fucked up or, and then, then it would really be bad, you know? Right. And, well, uh, I'm going to, I want to, I want to get out of here with a couple of good things in the okay. book then too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about, uh, it seems like a lot of the men in, in your life, not that, you know, they they weren't that cool when I'm reading the book. Uh, uh Mark McGrath seemed like he was 
okay. He was hysterical. Are you guys still friends? Um, his wife, who he's married to, who yes, was the girl back then, hates me. Okay, why? Well, so, I understand. No. Yeah, okay, yeah. but but then there's this guy, Chris Shin. Am I saying that right? Amazing friend, still friends. Taylor. This this guy is he's the singer in live mm-hmm. now. He 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 was a singer. He's singer. In, he was a singer in a band called Unified Theory. Mm-hmm. Let's just give him a little amazing props. voice. Let's listen to him. This is a song called California. Great voice. He's, my daughter thinks he has the best voice ever. She's going to love it. He's amazing. So here's here's what happens. After after ups and downs and all kinds of stuff, mm-hmm. and you and Janie are broken up, and mm-hmm. boys come and go, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time on Tommy because, you know, the, he's it. all over the place. Yeah. So, um, so you need a place to stay. Mm-hmm. And... This, this guy, guy this guy, minutes. this guy says, yeah, I have a room in my house. You guys can stay there. 10 minutes. Yeah. And, uh, it was just both of you in a room and it says you were on, on a blow up mattress, mattress yep. but you had a roof over your head. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought I just, that was, that was great. Cause that's, you know, he helped me out. He helped my daughter and I out in a really bad time. It was after yeah. my dad's died and I was out here. I had no job. I had no place to live. And my daughter wanted to be with me. She was at a, I mean, it was a pretty bad time. And, and this stranger yeah. I knew for 10 minutes, right. offered me the room. I didn't know him from Adam. No, so, and probably because of past experiences, you probably thought, nah, about a week from now, he's going to yep. start wanting to get all up on me. Yep, and you know what? He and I are still friends to this yeah. day, and he was amazing to my daughter. They are still friends to this That's day. That's great. He's a great person. I mean, he moved to Tennessee. I miss him yeah. like crazy yeah. because I never get to see him. But, you know, when we do see each other, like, it's... You know, he's just like family. Yeah, he's a good person. Never, never did anything disrespectful. Yeah. Like a great guy, and I love him dearly. And the most talented guy ever. Mm. Like he would invite me to his show, and at first I didn't want to go because I thought, what yeah. if he sucks? I live in his house. Right. Like, what if I, he really sucks? I went. And I was blown away. Wow. You know. And then Taylor, when she would go back to stay at mom's, if I go to his show, I would hold my phone out so she could mm. hear him because she's like. Loved his singing. And yeah. It's great. So Christian's, you know, I lo- have nothing but love for him. That's great. And then, and then there are parts you say that uh, Janie would come over and the four of you hang would out. hang out together. Yep. That's great. That's, yeah. Uh, here's the other part I really like. This is 2006. This is, this is 16 years mm-hmm. after Cherry Pie. Yeah. Ups and downs and all kinds of stuff. And you say, for the first time in my adult life, I got a job. Yeah. You get a job as an office assistant mm-hmm. at, um, I don't know if I'm going to, is it Le Paz? Uh-huh. And it's a talent agency for, for, um, dogs. for, for dogs. In the entertainment And you, uh, you're answering phones, you're running errands, mm-hmm. you're cleaning kitchens. Mm-hmm. People, people that work with you know you're, you're, you're this video person, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they know, yeah. But the thing, but what's great is so many people wouldn't do that. They'd go, they'd think they were above that. And you said, no, I have to get, I have, yeah, I, I, I have bills and I have yeah. a child mm-hmm. and I need, and who, I, there's worse things than having a yeah. stand up job. Yeah. I mean, I went through a period where I was like, mm-hmm. it was, it was mentally hard to go mm-hmm. like, what do I, like, who am I? Where, yeah. what am I doing? Like, mm-hmm. what do I do now? Like it felt weird, but you know what? It just had to be done. Yeah. And I just had to suck it up, you know? I had mm-hmm. to suck it up many times in my life and just start at the bottom and, mm-hmm. cl- you know, climb my way back up again. You know, that you just have to do it or else you're not going to get up if yeah. you don't start somewhere. 
So unless I'm going to wrap it up because I know we only have you for a couple more minutes. I want you to sign those I books. Can, yeah, I can stay up till at least five after. Okay. Well, want I, want you to, okay. I want you to sign the books. Okay. I, I want to get a picture. Okay. I want to read uh, a friend of mine that I grew up with in high school, mm-hmm. um, small town Pennsylvania. He came out here during the, the hair metal band days, and he had a band called Jungle Alley. Okay. And his name's, uh, his name's Bump Hallbritter. <laughs> okay. And, uh, and I, I said, I, I had uh, emailed him. I said, hey, did you ever run into Bobby Brown during those days? He goes, I think I saw her, but I didn't know her or anything. Mm-hmm. But then he wrote this to me, and uh, he said... Uh, he said, I was so fucking sad. To, and Bump now is like a professor at college. Oh, cool. He said, I'm so fuck, I was so fucking sad to learn of Janie's death. Mm-hmm. He was a bit of a hero to all of us. If you would have asked me back then who would end up as he did, he would have been the very last guy I could imagine to do so. Mm-hmm. He was the king of L.A. Aw. And I, so I wanted to read that to you because... Um, because uh, that's really sweet. Yeah, that's uh, it's ex- it's exact words and and um, he, he so he obviously met Janie because Janie yeah, was yeah 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 he did meet Janie yeah because I remember was awesome to people like, yeah he was a good guy to people yeah. and when people met him they were they just were enamored with his personality and yeah. how charming he was and how sincerely kind mm-hmm. and and like generous and. You know, he was a good guy. Yeah. He really was. He was a good guy and he had demons and yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. How's your, uh, what's your love life like now? I have a boyfriend. Is his name Joshua Bissell? Bissell. Bissell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I said it wrong because That's I okay. don't know how to pronounce names. That's okay. <laughs> Does he sing for a band called Joy Island? Yes, he used to. He used it's to. It's not that that group is no longer together, but, um, but he's doing solo stuff now. Right. Well, we always have a play out song and I have a song by joy island okay like because you seem happy i'm happy he makes me happy yes and uh your relationship with this lady seems to be right on the money yeah yeah and uh where can people find you let's say all stuff yeah you're in your third season of the tv show lives of rock yeah what uh what network is that on um it's on the slice network and we don't know which network in the states it's going to be this time around but um slice network and to be announced for america but you can watch the first two seasons on YouTube right now, and you can tweet me at, at Bobby Jean Brown or go to my fan page, Bobby Jean Brown fan page on Facebook okay. or Bobby Jean Brown 92 on Facebook or my Instagram, which is Brown Bobby. And do you have a website? I have BobbyJeanBrown.net and, um, you know, lots of lots of stuff like that. But uh, or XYZ of Rock page. Okay. Uh, you name it. There's, you know, it's everywhere. People can find you all over the web. They can find me all over. And I personally interact with all my fans mm-hmm. so it's not like somebody's doing my page I'm, there's no such thing as that right. <laughs> at this point but um yeah so uh 2014 bobby jean brown life is good yeah and i just finished doing the audiobook that's yesterday gonna, that's gonna be fun how yeah. long does that take you to do an audiobook it took me four what, five days five days or how many hours a day I, they said it was going to be six hours a day and I was like, are you kidding me? But it wasn't because I was, it's my story yeah. and my, and it was easy for me to read mm-hmm. it. Like I feel like, cause most of the time they don't have the authors do it. Yeah. So it's got to be harder and longer and more tedious if you don't really know the material. Right. I knew the material. So it's so much faster than they anticipated. And do they tell you to slow down or speed up? Mm-hmm. Or, they do. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, did you get choked up at any of the parts? Mm-hmm. And you can hear it. I mean, it's going to be really, a, I think it's going to be awesome because I, 
you know, feel what I'm saying and, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, reading each part of it. And I do voices. I, you know, when somebody's talking to me, like, Hey, what are you doing? Like I, I read it like, <laughs> so it's going to be awesome. I think we will, uh, we will, I'm going to, I'll post on our Facebook page when this episode goes up uh, a link to Amazon. This is on Kindle. It's, it's going to be audible. Back. Yeah. Audible.com um, soon. We're going to have, uh, we're going to have five copies to give away and I'll come up with a trivia question for you guys to answer. And thank you so much mm-hmm. for coming. This for was great. Uh, Taylor, you were a nice added surprise. <laughs> and um, this book, all I can say is uh, if you if you want a fun read to pass the time, you're going to laugh. You're, you're going to you're going to be shocked. You're going to be sad. But uh, it's just it's a really, really great. Read. But it ends on a good note. It ends on a good note. Yeah. And we're ending on full a good circle. Note. Are we going to play Joy Island? We're going to play Joy Island. This is a song called Wish you were here on Rock Solid. Thank you, Bobby. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. I left my baby on a Saturday night like. Whoa, whoa, oh, whoa, whoa, oh, whoa, oh, whoa, oh. Gave her my promise it'll all be all right like. Okay, everybody. This is uh, this is rock solid again. I'm Pat Francis, but uh, something a little bit different happened. The last week we recorded with Bobby Brown, and she had an out time because her daughter was in town right. and they had activities planned. So uh, when we were done recording, I just said, "Ah, oh, you know, I wish I would have known because I could talk to you for another hour, forty five minutes." Right. And she said, "Well, I can come back." So that's what's happening right now. It's a week later. Is it a week later? Was it last Wednesday? Was it two weeks ago? It was like two weeks ago. No. Was it two weeks? I think it was two weeks. I think it was a week. It was a week and a half. It was a week and a half. Yeah. We're all back. I'm here. Kyle, you're here producing. And 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 who are you across from me again? Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown. Bobby Jean Brown. Not Mm -hmm. that not that other guy. Mm -mm. Uh okay, so what we're gonna do is I'm just gonna touch on uh some things that we didn't talk about last time. Okay. Uh, plus very difficult talking when your daughter's in the room. Oh, was it? It was for me. Oh, okay. Not for you. No, but she's cool. She is cool. But I have, uh, I have, uh, I have daughters, and I'm like, I couldn't do it. Oh. So, um, uh, so let's get to what. Let me say some of the things I didn't talk about last time. Were first of all, this crazy Dave Navarro. Ah. Now, I used to live when I first moved out here. I lived in the Fairfax district, mm-hmm. and I, the first time I saw Dave Navarro was at a Starbucks, and he walked in with a long black like. Uh, house coat on and, and mm-hmm. a black feather boa to, mm-hmm. to get a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I saw him, I go, oh, this this guy wants attention, maybe. He wants to be seen. And then, then I would see him around the neighborhood when he started to date or marry Carmen Electra. They would come into this video store that I would go to and they would just make out in the in the aisle. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I know. So, and I would be like, I just saw Dave Navarro and Carmen Electra all, you know, up in each other's faces. So, uh, so this guy is, uh, th- this guy, you go to his house mm-hmm. and, uh, he's got, he, he's, he's naked, right? Is that what it says in the book? He answers the door naked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he ushers you, he says, Hey, oh, come on. Oh, oh, what's he say? Hi, sorry. I'm naked. Well, the best part is he had a shotgun. 
Yeah, well, that's terrific. <laughs> yeah. He's open carrying his penis and a shotgun. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, okay, he has a shotgun. Uh-huh. And does that at all bother you? The two things. Do either one of these things bother you? Um, I, because I was trying to pretend to be really cool, like yeah. not bothered, uh-huh. because I was so um, starstruck. I was like, uh, 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 you know, just kind of acted like it was no big deal. Like, oh, yeah, I see this shit every day. And is it, this time he's in Jane's Addiction, or is he in the Chili Peppers, or where, where is he at in his career he, at this time? Let's see, he was, they were on high. Hiatus from the, I think the Chili Peppers. Chili he Peppers. left Jane's Addiction, and yeah. now he was with Chili Peppers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, uh, so you come over to his house. He's naked. He's got a shotgun. He mm-hmm. goes, "Oh, just wait in this room, and mm-hmm. I'll be, I'll be with you in a minute." What did you think was happening? Did you think it was a party? No, at his no. House? He told me he was fucking someone downstairs, and they okay. were taking Polaroids. All right, but and, why were you invited over? Oh, uh, because he was having an after party. Okay, uh, having a party at his house, mm-hmm. and the, the guys, <laughs> guys from Manson were there. And, okay, who are a couple of friends of mine, and uh, guys from Orgy, friends of mine. Mm-hmm. So it was just like an after There's drug an party. After, kind okay, of. and um, and so when I got there, I was late, and that's how he opened the door and just uh, put a video on and said, "I'll be out soon." So he puts a video on for you. Um, yeah, basically. And what's that? What's he put on? What's he put on? My, my Little Pony? What's no. he put on? Jaws? A video of him masturbating. Terrific. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and do you turn the video off? No, I just sit there and go, oh my God. Um, and <laughs> Why act- don't you turn it off? Be- well, because everybody else is there going like, oh, oh you're not the only one in the no. room. He didn't put you. I, mm-hmm. look, I thought he put you in no. an isolated room. No. This is no. Bobby Brown's room. No. I got I got, no. I got Manson no. over here in a room. No, no, no. All right. So, and everyone's just fine with this video. Yeah. Apparently they've all seen it. So. Okay. All yeah. right. So, okay. That's just, that, that story to me is just ridiculous. <laughs> it's totally ridiculous. So then, and then, and then he, so he's with this girl. Uh-huh. With that's how I say it because I'm still trying to be a gentleman. He's uh-huh. with this girl, yeah. And then when he's done, he comes in and okay, ba- everybody, I'm ready to party. He put a sticker on her shoulder that said "Starfucker" and shoved her out the front door. Well, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, that's how I knew she was a starfucker because All she right. put a sticker on her shoulder and jammed her out the front. All right. Well, since we <laughs> since I try to play music on the show because it's a music show, play a little bit of uh, Dave. What is this song called, Kyle? I don't have it in front of me. No, I think that's the, is that the album? What's the album called? This is Dave's solo album. Oh, yeah. He, okay. It's actually not, not a bad song. I had not heard any of his he, solo stuff. Yeah, he played me this, this record before it ever came out okay. at this time. Okay, play a little bit of this. Yeah. He has a nice singing voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. I like that. I would have never heard that had I not. I would have never seeked out a Dave Navarro solo album. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, what's 2014? So, yeah. Again, yeah, true. I'm not, what year is that from, Kyle? Uh, 2001. 2001. Yeah, 13 years ago. But I like it. So if you like it, go get it. Um, yeah. So um, in the book, in it, you're, you're, you go to rehab a couple times in the book. Mm-hmm. How? What was the longest stint that you were in there for? What is rehab like? A few months. Um, what is that like? Is everyone... Annoying? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, are you talking about the people that are there as uh, patients or the people that are working there? Or patients. both? Okay. Patients. The people that work there were fine, but mm-hmm. um, 
I'm a very impatient person. Yeah. And I was in rehab in the South, in mm-hmm. Louisiana. And everybody's really slow when they talk. And um, But you knew that because you grew up there. So you knew going in. Yeah, but it had been a while. Okay. You know, I hadn't really, you know, been in that group. Yeah, you were enmeshed in the in, in the L.A. scene. So going back to that was, I know Amy, I'm from a small town. When I go back there, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's everyone, well, you know, you go into the Walmart and everyone weighs 700 pounds. I mean, pounds. it pisses me off how many people are in Walmart yeah. yes. when I go there. Yeah. That's my problem. And how many are on the scooters, on the thing? They can't even walk There's around. Yeah, they can't yeah. even physically walk around to buy their snacks. It's super annoying. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. So everyone's, uh, okay, so you're in rehab, you're in Louisiana, mm-hmm. and everyone's talking slow, and that's just annoying. Yeah. I mean, and I just come, you know, from being cracked out in mm-hmm. L.A., so I'm super fast, and the, the you know, the counselor would be like, so how was everybody's weekend, which is code for, did anyone use, Right. you know? And, of course, you know, you'd have the guy be like, well... I got in my car and I got the key. Wait, wait. I was, I, I put the keys in the, and you're like, oh my God, he just we, wants to know. Yeah. We know how a car works, sir. Yeah. So, so this was like an outpatient thing. You didn't stay there. Right. Okay. And is that the one that, is this the one that took? Mm-hmm. And, and how long did it take for? I was there for a couple of months uh-huh. until they graduated me early. And then you were clean and sober? For a while, yeah. And then, um, what about now? How are you now? What's the... What's the what's the I my mean, demon of choice? Yeah, I mean glass sex. of wine, <laughs> sex, sex, glass of wine. Yeah, I mean I I have I've never had a problem with alcohol ever because right. you know clearly I don't and don't really like to get drunk. Yeah. I don't like to be out of control. My mm-hmm. drugs of choices are like ampy. Yeah, you know, and you don't do those anymore. Uh, no. Okay. Good. No. Yeah. Because uh, you don't look like you do. No. You I'm look pretty. you look clear headed. You look clear eyed. I'm pretty chill. Yeah, you're pretty chill. You're yeah. having your frappuccino. I sleep every night. Yeah, so that's cool. Okay, that's great. That's yeah. great. Um and so you know what if you're around people that are doing that stuff or can't you be? I, I'm totally fine with it. Like I don't everybody can do their own thing. It's not my turn to watch anybody. Right. So you know. You know when to babysitter. No, no. Uh you did that well if you read the book you'll find out you were right. babysitting lots of people. I, that's still my nature, though. I'm very motherly to people. Well, that's a that's um, that's a good quality to have, as long as you're getting something in return, and the people aren't treating you like uh, jerks. Yeah. Well, there's a fine line. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah. Um, who else didn't we get to talk about? We'll play uh, play that next song by those guys that didn't really sing. <laughs> oh, Millie Vanilli. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. <clears throat> I don't. I don't get it. These guys sound fantastic. A <laughs> couple of good-looking guys with dreadlocks, fit, chest butt. That's right. Hey, and listen how great their voices are. Yeah. Right, turn. We, had to, we had to steal this because you—it's not even on iTunes. Because oh, I didn't know that. yeah, I guess and that's a shame. Why didn't they just re-release it with the people that really sang it on the cover? I guess they were ugly. Is what their problem? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. This is well, there's a lot of ugly singers. The music industry is so weird, though. Yeah. You know, back then it was all about yeah. you know that whole thing, right? So, so, uh, so you, uh, you, are you, can we say date? Are you dating Rob? Uh, how do you say his name? Pilates. I always want to say Pilates. 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 Yeah. And um, and it, in the book you say that. Uh, he he never went. He, he never was in the studio. He wasn't doing anything musical. He was just out at the clubs dancing. Yeah, because he was a good dancer. Right. And uh, and you said when he would sing along with music in the car, it was awful. <laughs> it was awful. It was really bad. And I'd be like, "What the fuck?" 
It was really weird. Yeah. It's so funny because those two guys had really heavy accents too, right? Very thick accents. And I know sometimes, like when, you know, some singers that are from Britain, let's say, when they sing, there's no trace of an accent. Right. But those guys, the people say, I don't know how they weren't found out. It's like German and French too. It's like, you know, Britain's like English. Like right. we're talking guys who are like, I see forgot I thought that, you know, like spitting on you and you're like, Whoa. Were 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 Rob and the and Fab were they act were they really friends or were they just thrown together in this thing? They were I think they were friends mm-hmm. but or had to be, kind of become friends, yeah. but I don't think they really liked each other right. that okay. much. Yeah. A rivalry maybe? Like who which one of us can sing worse? Is it was that I don't No. I think it was just like they were bonded by the secret, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um and were you were you uh, in his life when the secret broke? No, no, it no. was long gone by then. Oh yeah, but no, a long time. This guy in the videos, he looks, he looks, uh, he looks like he uh, he he keeps himself uh, uh, nice and clean. But in reality, his his hygiene, according to the book, <laughs> was not good. Right. He did not shower. Um, I don't know so much that he didn't shower or did shower. He just wasn't as fresh as I prefer people. Um, yeah, dude. Yeah. Just, um, Get it. I don't know. And I don't, maybe it's, a um, ethnic thing. It could be that that you're right. You could, could be that, you I know, mean, like, I don't know. I mean, know? it's, it's a, it's a, it's a bad stereotype, but, uh, is, the cab driver, the cab drivers, that's like a, that's know? a stereotype that's. Sometimes true. You get in the yeah. cab and you're like, oh boy. Yeah. So, so um, and he, uh, he, he's doing drugs too. I'm yeah. Sure. Yeah. Lots of drugs. And, yeah. And uh, did they have money? Because sometimes, did, did he have really. money? I mean, like not, I mean, they would, yeah, he would buy stuff, you know, like yeah. buy me gifts and stuff, but right. it was, it was all really weird mm-hmm. and just. You know, I don't know. It seemed like the producer that put those guys together probably had all the money. Yeah, for sure. But then I even read things like, you know, Guns N' Roses, you know, Appetite for Destruction was selling three, four million copies and those guys still didn't really have any the money The labels yet. just rob you. They, they really did really back do. then. I mean, they did to my ex-husband too. Like, yeah. you know, they really do. And you think, um, you think that these guys are like everyone who sees someone on TV, like even you're on a, you're on your reality show right now, they see you and they probably think you're... Loaded. Loaded. Not, yeah. No. And, and the, the, I, people need to know that's not true. Just because so you're on a reality true. show, it, you're not loaded. I mean, some reality show people, sure. Right. Duck, those Duck Dynasty people, sure. I'm sure, are loaded. I don't know. I, yeah. I do know that the, the housewives mm-hmm. women make a lot of money. Right. Um, they make way more than we do, you know. Have and you been ever been approached for something like that, for mm-hmm. any of those housewife things? No. No. Mm-mm. No, because I'm not a housewife. Well, that's true. You're not a housewife. Yeah. All right. So your your show is the Ex Wives of Iraq. Right. Tell us who else is on that show with you. Athena Kotak. Um, she was married to James Kotak from the Scorpions, mm-hmm. drummer, and also Tommy Lee's sister. Mm-hmm. So she's got a lot of rock history mm-hmm. in, in the blood. Yeah. Um, uh, Susan Blue Ashley, who was married to Jerry Dixon from Warrant, okay. and myself, and uh, Sharice Neal, who was married to um, Vince Neal. Vince Neal. Molly Crew. That, that, yeah. that poor woman, Sharice Neal. Yeah, bless her heart. Vince Neal. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. Yeah. And uh, the the Jerry Dixon, the guy from Warrant, he's the guy with the eyebrows, right? He's, the unibrow, yeah. Yeah, unibrow. Yeah. He's kind of pretty. Mm, yeah. No, not anymore. <laughs> okay. It's like, you know, when somebody's really attractive mm-hmm. and then they're really dumb and they become mm-hmm. less attractive. Yeah. That's, that was him. I was, uh, I actually 
I dissed that guy once at a, I was backstage at a concert. I think it was a poison show at the universal amphitheater. Mm -hmm. This is quite a few years back Mm -hmm. and uh, we're waiting to get drinks and he's kind of like pushing to get drinks, you know, cause he's like, kind of like wants you to know that, Hey, I'm with, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm wearing the opening band. Right. Exactly. (laughs) So, um, so I turn around and uh, I don't know his name. The only name I could pull other than Janie's was, uh, I think Eric Turner. Mm -hmm. So I turn around and I go, Hey, you're Eric Turner. And he says, yeah, because he thought I was going to. And I go, all right. And I just, and then he was <laughs> like, what the? He thought I was going to let him up, but I didn't. So oh, take that, Jerry Dixon. Um, uh, so the Ex-Wives of Rock, um, you guys just did a third season. We're still filming. Yeah. You're still filming? Mm-hmm. Did you film today? No, not today. Did they put you in uh, situations or is it just, uh, is no. it just, because I, 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 I story produce for reality television. That's one of the things I do. Have you seen our show? Uh, I watched a couple episodes on YouTube. Oh, good. Um, yeah, first and second season are on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, we are still filming this se- third season. We were picked up for 26 episodes this season. So oh, that's, a, that's a big pickup. Yeah. For, usually it's like 10 or 12. So right. that's pretty amazing. We, our first two were 14. And then this third one, we got picked up for 26 out of the gate. That's so a that's, success. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah. So... Um, what, uh, well, you probably can't tell us anything that's going to be on season three, can you? Not really, but I do. We did get an air date today, which okay. was, uh, it's August 31st on the Slice Network in Canada. We start airing season three. We'll still actually be filming mm-hmm. probably when it airs. But we don't know when it's, when it's going to be on in, in the, the U.S. States, no. Canada gets it first because ultimately they purchased our show first. Okay. Is so it a Canadian production company or is yes, it done? Yes, it is. It is. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, uh, that was going to lead me somewhere. This uh, ex-wives are rock. They're really your friends, though. Yeah, they are. They're your. I your... think is my best friend. Sharice has been. Mm-hmm. My, we've all been friends for twenty years. I have issues with Blue. We, you know, we always have. Yeah. So, but yes, we've all known each other for right. over twenty years. I know what I was going to say. You said about we were talking about the um, the record companies um, uh, screwing the bands back then. In your book, you'd say that Janie shared his royalties mm-hmm. with every member of the band. Yeah. But when I read the credits, it just says songs written by Janie Lane. Yeah, he, I mean, he, well, they didn't help him write. Right. I know that. So, yeah. I know that. But he did still give them a percentage, yeah, which was crazy. I used to tell him, like, why are you doing that? Like, because that's your bread and butter. That's your, you know, that's your house, your whatever. Is is Taylor seeing anything from any. She hasn't seen a dime. She's the administrator of the estate, but she hasn't seen a dime. There was a lot of debt, I guess, on the estate and, um. Just a lot of BS with the estate. He had a lot yeah. of shady people. He of course, was working what, with him. Yeah. And um, so my daughter hasn't seen a single thing. No, that's a shame. Yeah. Mm. Even his wife at the time of death hasn't even given her any of her, you know, the things he wanted her to have, anything. Yeah. So it's kind of shitty. That is really shitty. Yeah. See, and you hear this, this. It's so funny because that's the story. You hear the same story over and over and over. And you wonder when... It's going to, this stuff will change, Yeah, you know, cause I mean, you know, the blues guys and, and everyone from the sixties and seventies, they've all been screwed over. So mm-hmm. you think, oh, now it's not good. It's not going to be us. You just have to be so on top of it and yeah. diligent and like have your uh, people, mm-hmm. be, you know, be able to trust them. It's yeah. just, the music industry is a very dark, creepy industry. I have to say, I would never recommend anybody get no. into it. Did, um, did this guy back here. I know. I know. This guy sings. I know. Um, so, uh, so at the time uh, when Warren was big, the people that were handling them weren't that great. 
he had big people, but you know, yeah. they just nobody in the music industry mm-hmm. gives a shit about you, right? Really, and you literally have to sell your soul to accomplish anything yeah. huge, and um, you know, it's kind of freaky. And and regardless, if you may have any success, mm-hmm. you know. There's always an issue that when you're not on top of things anymore, yeah. the trust just devours you. Like you have, you know, an ego trip. Mm-hmm. You don't know who to trust anymore. You know, you once were on top, you're not anymore. You have issues. Yeah. Like, I mean, huge issues. Like, right. you know, trying to stay relevant. Just, it's a constant, nonstop bullshit battle. Yeah. It's a shit show, you know? It, it, uh, it, it, I'm like, I'm amazed with iTunes. Like, I'm sure that Warren has probably at least there's probably five solid songs that people, you know, cherry pick and um, no, that was a, <laughs> no pun intended, yeah. but go in there and say and say, oh yeah, I want to get these songs. Uh, who's getting that dollar twenty nine or that ninety nine cents? Who? Where is that going? I think that shady manager who. Yeah, you that know. is insane. Yeah, because you just think, but oh, his kids aren't. That's for no, sure. No, so. no, and he because yeah. he has another he has another daughter too, yes. right? Mm-hmm. She's younger than Taylor. Yeah. with his other wife. Exactly. Um, do do any of his kids have the the musical gene in them at all? I don't know. My daughter does not. Not at all. <laughs> no. Can she sing? No. No, can't sing. She has no, no rhythm. She can't sing. She can't dance. She. I mean, she's got his writing ability. Mm-hmm. She's an amazing writer. He was an amazing writer. Right. They used to talk about writing and blah, blah, blah all the time. But singing, dancing, no. Okay. None of that. I don't know about Madison. I'm not sure. And so you probably think, because you, you dance, so you're probably mm-hmm. thinking, where did this girl come from? Yeah. She doesn't sing. She doesn't she's dance. She's so funny. She'll be like, Mom, how do you do She'll be the robot. <laughs> and she's like, how do you even move like that? I'm like, what do you mean? She's so funny. Was there any dancing uh, last week when she was in town? Um, no. I was doing the dancing with some wax lips on, but that was about it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she has photos of that. Um, the uh, you were um, you had an audition with Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. That's pretty big stuff. Yeah, that's pretty big stuff. Almost any time back then, now any time uh, an audition with Steven Spielberg, that's a big thing. You yeah. took it very seriously too. Tell us about that. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> I showed up drunk and um, <laughs> was spinning in the chair in front of him. Mm-hmm. And well, you come in and you sit in the chair and then you just start to spin. And not to mention, I had already canceled on him like four or five times. Okay. So I finally show up late, drunk and spinning in my chair. And this was for, this was for the motion picture hook. And they were yeah. looking at you for Tinkerbell. No, they were looking. No, at, they weren't. Yes, yes, yes. For Tinkerbell. Yes, that's Which was right. The part that Julia Roberts eventually. Got. Yes, exactly. Okay, so you, you're spinning in the chair like a, I'm spinning like, in the chair like a child would do. Yeah. Okay. And how old are you at that point? Twenty something. I don't know, but old enough to behave, but, and I wasn't. Is it you know. just him in the room, and there are there other producers? Just him. And what is he? What is, what is his? Re, what's his reaction to this? He at first because um, it's very quick in the book. You kind of, it, but I, I'd like to hear a little bit. Well, he was not happy with how many times mm-hmm. I'd rescheduled right. and uh, commended me on actually showing up, okay. and then just proceeded to look at me and watch me act a fool in front of him and. I don't even think he read me because I was so fucked up. But um, but you had, you had the script and you had pages that you were supposed to come. I think so. Yeah. Come in I, and be prepared. But I was with. such a mess. I was so like you know freaked out by it. I was just like, <laughs> and uh, that was the majority of my life back then. I pretty much would just sabotage uh-huh. everything. Did you get drunk because you had an interview, yes. uh, an audition with Steven Spielberg, yes. and that's such a and you were nervous yeah. about yeah. that? Okay. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> yeah. Is um. And, uh, but I never knew when to stop. I never got that, you know, right. that comfortable feeling. I just went into full blown mm-hmm. freak show. Did so. you get? Did you get? And I'm not saying this is one of those, but I'm just curious. Do you 
do people uh, call you in for auditions sometimes just because they maybe wanted to meet you? You think that I happened? I have had that many times. Mm-hmm. That was weird. And yeah. Like, yeah t- or date me. Uh, yeah. So they just call you in. You think this mm-hmm. is a real deal. Mm-hmm. And then it's that. I had the president of, um, what was it? The, uh, spelling Entertainment. Spelling Entertainment. Okay. Not Aaron uh, Spelling. Not, not the, Aaron Spelling. Not the old, the old dude. But the president of. Okay. Of his company. Uh-huh. Called me in for a um, casting for like 90210 mm-hmm. or some show like that or whatever. And then when I got there, he was just like, see that poster on the wall? And I was like, yeah, it was a poster of me. And I was like, that's creepy and weird. And and then he was just asking me out uh, on a date, basically. I didn't read for anything. He just wanted me to go on a date with him and um, and then even offered me to move into his house. Again, I'm, I'm amazed at some of the stories in the book, the, the way that guys think that they can meet girls and maybe that maybe maybe that's worked in the past maybe that's why but it, it seems to me like they don't have a lot of creative game with meeting women i mean calling you in and saying i got your poster it'd be one thing if he'd weird. like actually given me a part you know well, like yeah been like here you're a new regular on mm-hmm. the show then i'd be yeah. like okay maybe i'll go out with yeah, you maybe i'll point. go out with you no yeah, that's how they. If, I mean, if you're really going to work the casting couch, yeah. then I should leave here with yeah, uh, with, something. with in Melrose Place. Yeah, no, no, I had nothing. I'm actually surprised that you weren't in Melrose Place back then. That seems like a fit for you. I was too screwed up to be in anything mm-hmm. legitimately back then. Honestly, yeah. like I had so many offers that I just sabotaged and mm-hmm. you know ruined. I mean, I probably could have been really huge. I just was too screwed up. You know, I don't think it's too late. I don't think it's you never have, too late. It's never too late. You're, you you got a book out. <laughs> yeah. Got an audio book coming out. You mm-hmm. got the series X Wives of Rock just yep. got picked up for 26 episodes. Yeah. This is all good stuff. I've got goals. I want my book to be like a documentary or a movie of the week too. On Lifetime. Yes. Wherever. Exactly. Um, what, uh, how do you classify yourself? Like if someone, if you, if you were going to put something on top of your resume, what would it be? Classify myself. Yeah. Freak, I don't know. Freak, 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 freak show. Get many, many know. auditions and stuff. Um, but do you consider yourself an actress? I don't. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, it's like slash, slash, slash. Mm-hmm. You know, actress slash model slash video chick. Like, yeah. I don't know. I just say. Um, and I now just, reality star. Too, I just now. say reality star. Boy, wouldn't you like to have that Kardashian reality star money? I think I'd have to probably sell my soul too. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not trying to do that. But um, but you know, the mom, her mom is the one who you know, did that whole yeah. sex tape idea to begin with. How's your management team now? Mm, it's just now just getting now, into, into form. Chris, Chris Jenner might be a good manager. Oh, that scares me. That just scares <laughs> me. I don't know that I could be that devoted to mm-hmm. like, okay, you have to want to be that famous. Yes. You have to want to mm-hmm. be that famous. Yeah. And I like the fame and everything, but it's, it was, it's right. never been my like, ideal like right. to be like i just want to be this huge famous star like well was, yeah literally i mean we're on we're on ventura boulevard you couldn't have walked in here tonight yeah if you were kim kardashian no exactly and that would be that would be really really hard i don't i mean i wouldn't mind being more famous yeah. sure and and but like i just don't know mm-hmm. i just don't know but i think they have to be very dedicated i don't think i'm that dedicated mm-hmm. to it to no. be d- dedicated to being famous, that, which is what yeah. they do. Yeah, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. And that is, is the all, money and the yeah. fame, and the money and the fame. And like, I th- think I'm a little, you know, I'm not that shallow. I, yeah. Even though that sounds all great and everything, right. I just don't know that it is all that great. Right. You know, I've had that kind of fame and that kind of money before, mm-hmm. and those people that I was with were freaking miserable. Right. 
and n- none of that matters. Yeah, and that Card- and that Kardashian yeah. money is literally they're just kind of famous for being famous. Yeah, you know, it's not like I mean, I could do a sex tape, and I'd probably be that famous too. But <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't know that I would go to such lengths right. to acquire it. Dave Navarro did a sex tape. We heard about it earlier today. You know what I'm saying? Well, he's a sex producer now. He, does, he is, isn't he? He yeah. directs uh, yeah. porn films. Yes. Do you ever run into him anyway? I do. I have run into him. And, and, and he's fine now, right? He's kind of normal. I don't think Dave will ever be, be kind of normal, normal okay. but um, he's the same guy. You know, he's very smart, very witty, mm-hmm. very well-spoken and yeah. very friendly. And he's all those things, but he's a freak. He's a little bit of a freak. I mean, we all are a little bit, but but he's a good guy, really. Um, he's a little bit of a freak. Yeah, he's kind of a lot of a freak. But I mean, you know, who isn't in their own way? I right. guess. And, I mean, I guess him and more than others. The uh, the audio book that's coming out is uh-huh. it the, it's the entire book. You read the, the entire, entire book. Thing. I mean, literally from like this book is read by Bobby Brown, like from the beginning <laughs> to like from the you know the credits to yeah. the everything. Yeah, I read it from beginning to end. And I think I asked, I might have asked you this last time. It was the whole two weeks ago. Um, 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 did you have to stop at all reading stuff? Did you get emotional? Yes, absolutely. You and, can hear that and, too. And they want to keep that in there. Of course they do. Right. Yeah. Like you're going to, you know, I do voices. Mm. I imitate people. I, um, you imitate those people from the uh, rehab. I assume I imitate everything. Like I imitate every voice. And when I tell stories, that's what I do anyway. Mm-hmm. When I do someone else's voice or speak for them, I make a voice. Right. So I do that throughout the book. I tell the stories as I remember them yeah. and how the person, you know, said it mm-hmm. or, um, you know, or how I felt in that moment. You hear it in my voice. You yeah. hear it, you know, I get choked up, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's going to be very cool. It sounds like it's going to be cool. Yeah. Like but, uh, it, I would read it and then listen to Bobby do it. Do both. Buy both. Yeah. What? Um, when's that coming? Do we have a release uh, on that? The audio just got yet? finished recording it, so I'm thinking it should be released soon. Like right, cool. I think probably with within a month, if not sooner. And then uh, it, the uh, there's a there's another credit on your book. It's Carolyn Ryder. Who's mm-hmm. who's Carolyn Ryder? Carolyn Ryder. She's my ghostwriter, and okay. um, she's amazing. Like I just would sit down with her. We discussed mm-hmm. how I wanted the book written, and I wanted it to be in my voice. Mm-hmm. And seemed like it was a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and she got my sense of humor, my personality from the gate. And we hit it off. She would come spend the night. And mm-hmm. we would just, I would just tell her stories. And, you know, we just hit it off. Right. So um, she's the first person that, that really got my voice mm-hmm. in writing. Yeah, it's, um, it, it, I mean, it sounds, it's, I mean, so you, you basically did everything except put your hands on the typewriter. Basically everything. Right. And I went over it and over mm-hmm. it. I spent a lot of time devoted to the book and, you know, going through it mm-hmm. and being like, that's not what I meant right there. Right. Or like, I really wanted to be a huge part of it. Like right. a lot of people who write their autobiographies aren't. Yeah. And don't even know, you know, what it said or right. like, it's really weird, but I was very, um, you know, diligent about that and wanted to be a part of it. Yeah. And I was. And a lot of a lot of these type of books they don't even they don't even have the, the ghostwriter isn't even on it. So I, I like that you did that because I wanted to take her on tour with me. Yeah. Like, you know, I wanted because she was a huge part of it. Right. I mean she she did the blood, sweat and tears part of it. I mean Keith Richards did not write a sixty six hundred page book on his own. Right. He he didn't. Right. <laughs> There's no way. Right. I don't think that anybody's probably spent as much time as I did. Like mm-hmm. they probably didn't want me as invested yeah. in the book. I'd be like, I that's the timeline's wrong there and you know. Most of the time people don't give a shit, really. From the from the first pages I mean, I I've never met you before, but from the first pages I knew 
who this girl on the cover was. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it matches the picture. It matches the image. Yeah. Um, perfectly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, is it Carolyn or Caroline? Caroline. Caroline. Mm-hmm. Great job. Caroline Ryder. Yeah. She's she a was, great job. Yeah, she did. Um, what else did I want to talk to you about that we didn't get to? Uh, this was, oh, this was a scary part of the book that I read was when you were pregnant with Taylor uh-huh. and you're on tour with Warrant. Yep. And you're in the bunk, mm-hmm. and how? Uh, and there's a bus crash. Well, it's a. It wasn't a crash. It's a swerve. It was. It was a almost crash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you you fall out of the bunk. Mm-hmm. That's now. Did you immediately? Did they take you to the hospital immediately? No, we went back to the hotel, and then I went to the bathroom and saw that I was bleeding, and that's when I was like, "What?" And then we went to the hospital, and then that's that must that must have been. It was scary. One of the scariest things ever. It really was. Because yeah. if you've if you if you've never been pregnant, or your girlfriend or your spouse has never been pregnant, that nine months is crazy. Mm-hmm. And to be on tour, yeah, is is yeah, it must have scary. been really scary. Yeah, I had to go home after that. I never went back on tour in the pregnancy. Yeah, again, yeah, I was like bedridden after that. Yeah, because they because because I almost lost her. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking that uh, when you fell out, um, that's why she can't dance. <laughs> Maybe that's, that's that's a little bit. That's what happened to her. That's she, possible. The dance gene came out, um, but she's fine. Well, I saw her; she's wonderful. Um, how how long were you on tour uh, with with these bands? How how many tours were you on? Were you, you were out with Motley. I was out with Motley. I was out with Warrant. Um, is it all? The, is it all the same? Does it all bleed together, or were there, was there some debauchery that some bands were into that? Other like was Motley, you know, Motley's book, The Dirt. Were they that crazy? Were they as crazy? In yeah, that book? Motley's more. Uh, Warrant was, mm-hmm. you know, white bread compared. Yeah, you know, like honestly, yeah, Motley is spoiled. They mm-hmm. had made way more money. Yeah. You know, more seasoned. Mm-hmm. Like it was a totally different tour for sure. Okay, um, but you know, totally bratty too. Like yeah. totally entitled, and mm-hmm. you know, it was just different. Yeah, and. Um, I don't know. Yeah, different. <laughs> Here's a this is a this is a good question. I don't even know if you have the answer to this. Um, it seems like all these guys, these rockers, mm-hmm. they always cheat. Mm-hmm. So if they're going to cheat, why do they feel? Why have girlfriends or why have wives? Right. Why do they feel that they need that bond back home or wherever? If they're just going to cheat, I don't, that's what I can't understand because if, if you're single, well then you can do whatever you want and it doesn't have any effect on, on someone who you're supposed to love or care about. Mm-hmm. So wh- why do they do this? I don't Here's understand. My theory. I have a theory. On Good. Oh boy. I'm glad I asked um, this question then. Um, this is my thing. And mm-hmm. people have asked me for advice about dating rock mm-hmm. stars or should I, or, or, you know, that they are and what's mm-hmm. going to happen, blah, all this stuff. And I say that if you have that much time to devote to someone who needs that much adoration mm-hmm. and attention at all times, yeah. um, good luck. And um, you really don't have a life of your own. And I feel like they're going to do whatever they are going to do yeah. because in that moment, I mean, if I was them, maybe, and I had that much pussy thrown at me, I would probably do the same thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But they always want to have that adoration from everybody. It doesn't even matter if it's a dude yeah. or, you know, the guy at McDonald's right. who's the, the drive through They they need attention from everybody. Right. And they need devotion from everybody. So, you know, everybody wants to have the, the one, you know, the devotion at home. Yeah. Taking care of their shit 
right? Handling their day to day. And then they, you know, on the road, then just the get ego. A, get a personal assistant then to do it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know that you screw your personal assistant. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but the day, you know, and then the ego, it's like the constant need for the ego. Yeah. Constant. Like, so this chick, that chick, it's like, you know, it's never ending and it's, you know, never satisfying either. Like for them, like it's never enough. And that's the problem. Like, like I said, with the ego and then they're getting the big head and them having any fame mm-hmm. at all. And then none, like it's just constant need yeah. to fill that void of like, am I good enough? Am I important? Right. Am I valid? Am it's like, it's exhausting. I have to say it's exhausting. And if there's any woman who's interested in dating somebody, mm-hmm. good luck. Were there any, were there any, uh, and is that, is that like a band thing? Like if one guy's doing it, then the whole band's doing it. Or are there some no. guys that, or like, no, nah, I'm just going to go back to my room and I mean, and chill. some, some are, some are cool. I mean, not every single guy's a cheat, right? right? Right. And some, you know, there's a few out there who really aren't scumbags. Yeah. Okay. But, um, I mean, when I would go on the road and see the guys doing shit like that, I'd be like, if you want to do this shit, don't do it in front of me. Cause I'll tell your wives. Right. I'll tell. Good for you. You know, I'm like, don't even pull that shit in front of me cause I'm not going to put up with it. Mm-hmm. And they were like, Oh, great. Well, I, because I wasn't going to just sit back and be like, oh, it's cool with me. I'm an idiot. No, like, it shouldn't be cool with you. No, it never was. So I just put them on blast and they didn't get to do that when I was out. So And the uh, the ex-wives of Rock, they all have the same opinion as yeah. you do with this. They all... Absolutely. All, mm. Absolutely. That's how I uh, met Cherise. Her husband hit on me and I just charged right over there and introduced myself just to freak him out. I think Vince Neil would hit on the chair if he was in here. Vince Neil is just, yeah. He's gross. I mean, it's just, yeah, just nonstop, just constant. Same shit, same shit, always. If you've never seen Motley Crue live, folks, Vince Neil is a really bad live singer. Um, he hurts my back. He's horrible. It's really bad, yeah. It's terrible. The band's great, and he is so... Yeah. He's fine on record, but live, it's like... <laughs> It's just like I can't. What's he saying? I don't, I don't know what he's know. saying. He doesn't even say the words. I don't know. Um, the uh, the some of the other wives on on your show are they uh, are they involved with musicians now? Are they remarried? Um, is everyone single? Them, uh, let's see. I have a boyfriend. Right. Blue is married to okay. some guy in medical something. So she's totally different life than before. Yeah, and okay. um, Athena is single, okay. and Sharice is single. And uh, did Therese date other rockers after her and Vince got uh, divorced, split no, up? No, no, I don't think so. Mm-mm. Why are these ladies single? Why are they single? Um, yeah. Because... Meet some people. Well, Athena's just freshly, just fresh divorced. Like, yes. Literally. Um, Cherise, um has dated here and there. Yeah. She did date a musician, actually, who was having another relationship in Downey at the same time. There you go. Which is crazy. Like, he was having two relationships, live-in relationships. It's like there's guys that have uh, two families. So weird. I'm the one who busted him and t- brought it to her attention. Well, but you just, just told us that if, it, if you see it, you're going to tell. Yeah, totally. <laughs> All right. It was, yeah. Let me see what else I got here that we didn't talk about. How are you? Are you, are you holding up okay? All right, cool. You bored to tears, Tell babe. everyone who's here. He's always bored. Joshua Bissell is here. Joshua Bissell. And Joshua, you play out here in L.A.? You got some gigs? Have it in a while? We played some of your uh, some of your music last time. It's good. Told him. <laughs> Very nice. Maybe something that maybe we'll get some downloads. I hope that you have a better uh, publishing deal than some other people have. Okay. All right. You get the rest. What, uh, how old of a gentleman are you? Twenty nine, and uh, that's a little bit younger than Bobby Brown. Yes. Not that much younger. Fifteen years. 
Look at you. You just say it. That's yeah. great. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um, how did you two meet? Can I ask this? Are you comfortable <laughs> with this line of questioning? A dating site. You met on a dating site. Believe it or not, yeah. And did you know? Did you know at all who she was? Okay. Right, and there you go. She was there. How, <laughs> how long have you two been dating? Was it like six months now? That's, yeah. Pretty long time in LA. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. I'm Since happy. the end of I'm December, happy. I think. Right. Was that six months? Yeah. Um, he seems like a nice guy. He's nice. I could tell when he walked in. He's you know, very nice. Just you can you can tell. Mm-hmm. He was. Uh, and I'm not just. I'm not just. I'm not just kissing your. You know, I'm not kissing your ass. <laughs> I'm like, hey, would you like a water? He's like, you're very nice. Yes, sure. Hey, whatever. It's okay. I'm fine. You know, just mm-hmm. nice. He's very thoughtful. All right. Let me talk about. <laughs> thoughtful is a good word. Yes. Um, I want to talk about real. Uh, I want to talk briefly about uh, Janie's passing. Okay. Was um, did you have to tell Taylor this? Yes, and that must have been how old was she at the time? It's mm, not that long ago. Three years ago. Yeah, it's just three years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I called her and on the phone, and she was driving, and I mm-hmm. just told her she might want to pull over. Yeah, and I told her, and then she just <clears throat> was like, "What? I can't understand you. I, I, what? Like she just did wasn't didn't want to process yeah. it. And then, um, and then she just hung up, and yeah, I had to tell her. And did, um, cause Janie had had, uh, you know, he had ups and downs mm-hmm. with, um, alcohol was his main drug. Yeah. Um, did you, do you think, uh, like the whole time, did you think that you were going to get this call sometime? I did anticipate it. Yes. So, I mean, even if you anticipate it strongly when it does come, it's. Yeah, you never know when it's going to come. I had a feeling it probably would at some point Mm -hmm. if things didn't stop the way they had been going. Um, But you're never prepared. Nobody's ever prepared for that, even though you know it could be a possibility, you know. And it's much different when you have a child with someone. Yeah. Because that's that's their dad or that's their mom or Mm -hmm. whoever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, And... uh, and the relationship with you, you guys, you guys, you guys talked because you had a, yeah, had Taylor. We were friendly. I mean, yeah, yeah. we were, you know, we'd been talking actually mm-hmm. too. And, um, he had asked to move in with me like the month before he died, which was, and I was like, are you nuts? You can't move in with me. And how, yeah. How does that go? He's married at the time. Yeah. He was but, separated, but okay. yeah, but yeah. So he needed a place to go. Yeah. And I said, no, which I've had a lot of guilt about after, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, I was living with my boyfriend. I'm like, you can't move right. with us. Like, what? The? He laughed that I had a boyfriend, and uh, you know, I think when I think when anyone dies, you can you can look back on something and say, oh, I. And no matter what it was, even the smallest thing, and you yeah. could have guilt, even if you're not yeah. married to them or divorced from them. So yeah. that's not at all. Yeah. You know, anything. Yeah. It was if it was something was going to happen, it was going to happen. Yeah. But. Um, but yeah, it's, it is, uh, it's, and he had, how old was his youngest daughter when he died? She was, she's younger. Teenager, 13 maybe? 13. That's how yeah. old my daughter is right now. That's yeah. way young to hear yeah. news like that. Yeah. So, okay. I brought us down. Brought <laughs> us down on a down. Yeah. The, um, ex-wives of rock you can watch on YouTube. Yeah. First two seasons on first YouTube. First two seasons on YouTube. Uh, you love to tweet. 
I'm a tweeter. You, I'm a social media freak. You are out there. You're, yeah. There's you, 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 there's pictures. There's, I'm promoting it, my shit. That's right. And yeah. it's working. It's all over yeah. the place. Uh, what, tell us uh, your Twitter handle again. At Bobby Jean Brown. And Facebook, people can go to your fan page and like you. Yeah, Bobby Jean Brown fan page or Bobby Jean Brown 92 on Facebook. And I have my own store, BobbyJeanBrown.net. And what are you selling in that store? Um, rock uh, clothes like like oh, cool clothes see, we and didn't jewelry. Talk, we didn't talk about that last yeah, time. Yeah, I need to work on it again. Like I've kind of put that to the wayside, but I'm going to work on it again this week. But, but if I go on there tonight and I order something, you're going I'm going to get it. You're yeah, going to send it to me. Absolutely. What do I get? What do I, I don't you know, sell men's hot, clothes. What do I get? Hot pants? You get bustier? Maybe. What do I get? Tube top? I uh, know it's current stuff, not from the 80s. What? <laughs> Are you saying that a hot pants and a tube top? That's not good. Yeah. Uh, um. And what's the and what's the website for that? Or do you want to say BobbyJeanBrown.net. Yes, I have a vintage yeah. section too because I love um, vintage oh, clothes. You know what's on that vintage section? What it's hot pants and tube tops? Nope, nope, not <laughs> at all. <Okay>. No. <laughs> uh, listeners, this is uh, it's Wednesday, July 9th, and this uh, this whole episode is going to drop at one a.m. tonight. Wow. So uh, we never have a turnaround like this. You're going to hear uh, the first part with Bobby from a week and a half ago. You're going to hear all this new stuff and. Um, so, uh, follower. Yeah. Most importantly, and go get the book. Go and get the, the audio book and the audio book when it comes out, yep. but get the book first. You yeah. read this. You have to read it. It's, it's, it's a nice, easy, quick read. And the reason it's easy is not because it's a Dr. Seuss book. It's easy to read because it's fun to read and you can't on every page. You're like, it can't get crazier than this page. <laughs> and then five more pages back. You're like, okay, there's no way this happened. <laughs> To anyone, and it's it's. I loved it. I really, really love the book. Thank you. So, uh, thank you, Bobby Brown, for coming in for Thanks round for two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I got to cover everything, uh, listeners. I know this uh, episode is all over the place because I'm just like bopping back and forth between chapters and pages and everything. But uh, oh, and I just won my Darylicious thing. I just won my stand-up comedy. You won. What do you mean you won? What does that mean? I did a. Com- I, you did the comedy Athena thing. Athena dared me to do Derelicious right. and do a stand up comedy for charity. Mm-hmm. I did it and I won all of the, all all of the out money. of all the dares. And how much do you win? I don't win. Right. It's what, a, but but it goes to our charity, St. Jude's, and, oh, for and children's cancer. St. Jude's. Mm-hmm. Can't, I can't. You can't say St. Jude's and have someone go, that's not a good charity. That's because it's, it's, it's an Jude's. amazing. Charity. Yeah, it's for yeah. kids. So how much did you get for the charity? How much? Uh, over our um, over our goal, which was for twenty five hundred dollars. We that's made great. more than that. So, yeah. St. Jude's is a hospital where if you show up there, they do not turn anyone away. Nope. Even if you have insurance or not. Yeah. yeah. They take you. They, yep. You got a kid who's sick. Your parents stay mm-hmm. overnight. It's awesome. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. So, St. Jude's. Um, thank you, Bobby Brown. Thank you. We're going to play out with, uh, I'm going to give Janie Lane uh, uh, one more bit of love. We're going to play uh, Sometimes She Cries. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh, like us on Facebook. And uh, we're rock solid. Thank you, Kyle, for producing. Thanks. And we'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Bye. Bye. So don't think she's putting them on Staring at the stars through a back screen door She tries and tries to make it all work out No matter what she does, she loves standing in the middle
She can't 